94.5 KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of South Central Nebraska. The high school football pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Listen to this game and all Flat River Radio high school sports broadcasts at flatriverpreps.com. Follow along tonight on the live scoreboard at flatriverpreps.com. Now let's get out to the field for tonight's football game on the breeze, 94.5. It's 55 degrees, a few clouds in the sky, and barely a breeze to be felt. Here on the breeze, 94.5, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. It's second round of Class D2 high school football where the Kennesaw Blue Devils undefeated on the regular season and so far through these playoffs. Obviously, they're undefeated in the playoffs if they're still playing tonight, but they host the 7-2 and Riverside Chargers in their first year in eight-man after running off four championships over the last two cycles in six-man football, which obviously is now under the NSAA, and so are the Chargers in this eight-man field. Ran off the first six to start the year, lost a couple, and then won last week, so they are undefeated all-time in eight-man football playoffs. We're going to jump into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches interviews. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local pages. First up, we're going to talk with Riverside head coach Joe Imus here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. Now speaking with Riverside Head Coach Joe Imus. Coach, thank you so much for uh, giving us some time and congratulations on your success so far through this regular season and first round of playoffs. All right, thanks for having me. Let's take it back just a, just a season, though, and the the previous four seasons, the run in six-man, 43-1 and one over four seasons, undefeated last year. What did that success do for your new program and then that transition to eight-man? It uh, did wonders for our program. I mean, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago, our seniors had never experienced a loss in varsity football. So what that really did was it built confidence in our kids, that they can be successful and it kind of showed them all the small things they needed to do to be successful and you know I know there's um, a few schools on the verge of not knowing if they want to go eight or six man and like I've told all those guys that you know without six man you know we don't have a program right now and you know we've got a pretty successful one and it, it really helped us build from the bottom up. And for you, what was that transition? Because there, there's always teams that go from 11 to 8, 8 to 11, and now we're talking a lot more about teams going from 8 to 6 or 6 to 8. What was that transition, adding uh, two more folks on the field, but obviously there's a little bit more to it than that? 
You know, a lot of stuff that we do transitions pretty well from what we did in six-man. I'd say we're pretty non-traditional in everything that we do on the offensive side. Um, but, you know, we noticed in the first two games of the year, we noticed that change on defense more than anything where um, in six-man we had a lot of guys who needed to be responsible for a pass, even if you're on a defensive line and, you know, we had a lot of our defensive linemen kind of playing on their heels and not being aggressive, kind of playing back in case maybe a guard goes out on a pass. <laughs> Once we kind of realized, you know, on passes there's three guys who can't go out, that it, it our kids adapted and we're able to be a little bit more aggressive to it. A little bit different being on that line and realizing you're not going to get the the ball thrown to you quite as much. On that regular season, you did go 6-2. and two. Five of your opponents made the playoffs, including those two losses, which were both on the road to end the regular season. Humphrey, St. Francis, and Osmond, they're both still in the playoffs, though they're on the other side of the bracket, so you wouldn't get to see them again until Memorial, season, uh, or Memorial Stadium. Tell us about your regular season, and as you said for your seniors, they hadn't known a loss until those last two regular season games. Yeah, we uh, started six and zero, and you know most of those games weren't very close. And we got to play Saint Fran, who is Saint Fran, their traditional powerhouse and eight man. And you know at halftime we had a lead, and third quarter we first play of the uh, third quarter we stretched the lead. We had a seventy yard touchdown run, and you know we had a couple mental errors there late in the third quarter that gave up a score or two, but. You know, that kind of showed our kids that we could play with some of the best teams in the state. Then uh, the next week, you know, we just part of the game. It's a violent sport. We had a significant amount of kids who were injured for our season finale. And um, unfortunately, we had to have a lot of younger guys step up for a varsity game. But, it, you know, it was a good experience for those guys. And uh, finished the year losing to Osmond. And uh, last week got our... Um, back on track with a lot of guys coming back and got a 40-point win over a good Central Valley team. And that was a rematch against Central Valley from the first week of the season, and the the point difference was about the same. How much has your team grown between that first time against Central Valley to last week up to now being in the second round of the eight-man playoffs? You know, I like I said before, just adjusting to – the eight-man game was a big difference from the first time we played those guys to the last time. And, you know, when you play a team early in the season and you get to play them again in the playoffs, that's a, a good indicator of how much each of you guys have changed throughout the course of the season. And, you know, that first time we played them, it was kind of back and forth until about four minutes before uh, halftime. And um, the other night we got a 40-point lead going into half, and uh, Central Valley got a first down on their second play of the game and that ended up being their only first down of the game and uh, we held them to seven total yards so I'd say you know that adjustment on defense of being aggressive and knowing our roles was a big difference between us in the beginning of the year to um, where we were last week. Last week that was also the first ever Riverside playoff win under the NSAA uh, just because now six man is obviously under the state organization. Has there been much talk about seizing the opportunity, making Riverside known as much an eight man now that all of those statistics go up alongside every other school across the NSAA? No, I, I'd say not too much. You know, I mean, we've uh, most of our kids are multi-sport athletes and, you know, we've 
been at the state basketball tournament the last four years. We, they got a runner-up last year. So, I mean, a lot of schools who are eight-man, I think, have quite a bit of respect for our kids and our programs just based on the success they've had. But, you know, it's definitely a different element when you're, where you go from six to eight. And um, I, I think we kind of have to, in some aspects, re-earn respect um, moving up to the eight-man level. Well, let's talk about your team for a moment. Ty Martinson, Joseph Bloom, those are your two seniors, they and the rest of your team. They've only known success throughout high school, uh, especially once you did get into the postseason. Who's playing well for you on uh, both sides of the ball right now? You know, you mentioned those two. Those, those guys are, are leaders. They've been around quite a bit, and they're both incredibly talented seniors. They're all-state kind of kids. Uh, and we got a slew of underclassmen who've really helped us out. Our, our junior class, we've got um, Trader Prasovsky. He's a receiver and a safety for us. He's an incredibly athletic kid. Uh, Trey Carrer, he's a, a, also a three-year starter like Prasovsky. Uh, those are pretty similar. Then um, we got a junior line, and Keaton Carrer, he kind of anchors the line for us. He, he started last couple years. Um, then our primary quarterbacks a sophomore and michael burnt and um he, he's a good two-way starter for us too he, he's got a very nice arm he uh has a high iq runs the ball really well so you know we got two uh good seniors but we got a whole bunch of underclassmen that help him out and do a good job with it looking at your opponent this round kennesaw undefeated at nine and oh their closest game was a 30 point win and that was to start the season over overton who is also still alive in the playoffs uh what jumps out to you right now looking at tape and talking to coaches about the blue devils you know the one thing that sticks out with kennesaw is how efficient they are in everything they do um you know they get consistent four five six yards of carry you know, they'll occasionally break a long one, but you don't ever see them um, get stuffed at the line of scrimmage or, or even lose yards. And on the defensive end, uh, they they got so many guys close to the football, and it seems like they're always in the right place at the right time. When there's a fumble, they have a guy who's right there scooping and scoring. You know, they're a scrappy team, physical. They um, seem very well coached and disciplined, and um, they're definitely going to be uh, a challenge for us. And, you know, it, I didn't know much about them going until we played them, but you know they look like a team who definitely has a good chance of going to Lincoln. Finally, Coach, what is it going to take for your Chargers to maybe stop Kennesaw from getting a chance of going to Lincoln and for you and your ball club to be successful this week and move on to play next Tuesday? You know, our biggest thing is we can't play on our heels. We're going to have to win the game at the line of scrimmage and the point of attack, we just got to be just as physical as Kennesaw and uh, that's our primary focus of being able to be successful. That's Riverside head coach Joe Imus. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. All right, thanks for having me. And we'll speak with Kennesaw head coach Craig Schnitzler next. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. 
It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Curl Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Curl Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. Continuing along with another Ravenna Sanitation Coaches interview, now talking with the home team this week, Kennesaw head coach Craig Schnitzler. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Happy to have you guys back on. You bet. Appreciate it, Caleb. Your uh, your team undefeated on the regular season and obviously still undefeated if we're talking to you now. Had a district title in there. Played some very good competition, including Lawrence Nelson and Overton. Uh, a couple of teams that you could possibly see again before Lincoln if the bracket plays out that way. How has your schedule prepared you for these playoffs? Well, I think it's, you know, it's, it's helped us to develop some depth and uh, also uh, just different looks. Uh, it seems like every team we've played uh, does something a little different, and so, you know, we have to add another wrinkle uh, to our game, and I think that's just helped us to be more versatile um, as the season has gone, and, and really, you know, there's not going to be a lot of surprises that we haven't seen, and so hopefully that'll play to our advantage. You talk about the difference in styles that your team has faced. There's been the ground and pound of Overton, and there's been the kind of pass-happy and quick-strike offense of, of Giltner, which when you guys played Giltner, they scored on the third play of the game, and everything looked like it was going to be a shootout there um, as you guys went on to win, which you guys have done all season. How is your team, obviously you talked about having to add some wrinkles, you've had to make adjustments, it seems, just about every week with each opponent. How has your team grown and developed over the course of this season? I, I think that's what has really helped us. You know, this year we've got a group of kids that that are smart kids. Uh, they understand the game, and, and, and then you throw in their athletic ability. Uh, we're able to make adjustments and really not change our personnel because, you know, we've got good team speed. Uh, across the board, especially on defense and and even offensively, having that ability to uh, uh, be a quick strike team or or have sustained drives of you know up to ten ten plays, and uh, so I think just that versatility has really helped our program, our team this year, and it, it's made difficult on our opponents. And and the other thing is, is our composure out there. Uh, these kids have grown to have uh, with confidence you know each and every game and uh, their composure out there is just outstanding you know like you said they Gildner scored on the third play you know and then we came back and answered next thing you know I think we're up 48 to 6 um and the next week in the playoffs you know against Twin Loop uh, they they took their first drive right down on us and, and just kind of ran us over and you know it was like game on boys we got to get going here and and uh, then took control after that. And so these guys, um, they know what they're capable of doing. They they keep their composure out there, and they just keep playing hard. Yeah, let's talk about your young men for a minute, starting on the defensive side of the ball. You've held opponents. They The average uh, has been quite large for, for how lo- how much you guys have won by. Closest game being thirty to uh, a 30-point victory over Overton to start the year. No one's come within 30 the rest of the season. Has it been game planning? I know you've had to make adjustments. You say you've got athletes flying all over the place. You guys have been able to change schemes and not change personnel. Or is it just pride on defense, keeping teams out of the end zone? What has it been defensively for you this year? I think it's it's a little of pride both. You know, that, that ability to, to make plays. Uh, it's been really a team effort defensively. Uh, 
looking at our, our tackle chart, I think we've got seven guys within like 48 tackles to, to 71 or 72 tackles. And so that's a lot of guys, you know, working to get to that football to, to, to make a play. And, and usually there's two or three or four or five guys around that ball. And, and I think that's been big for these guys. And they take a lot of pride in that. Uh, they want to stop teams. They they work for shootouts, uh, but, you know, when a team scores, they don't let it get down on themselves, and, and they just keep playing hard until that last uh, zeros are on the board. On that offensive side of the ball, Coach, Pulver has thrown the ball well. It's also your second-leading rusher. Schuster looks to be like he's going to hit those 1,000 yards rushing. Your line is playing well. What's making this offense so powerful and ticking at the right time? Uh, I, I think, you know, it all starts up front, especially in our run game. Uh, these guys just every week continue to get to get better. Um, and, uh, you know, they're improving each week. And then our backs are running extremely hard. And uh, I think we're balanced. You know, we're a team that wants to run the ball. But uh, we're a very effective uh, passing team. We've got great receivers on the edges. And uh, Taylor's throwing the ball well. Our receivers are catching the ball. And, so I, I think we're we're a dual threat uh, ball club, and that makes it even more difficult to to defense. Coach, I looked, and for Kennesaw, this is the ninth straight playoff appearance. I've only missed six times in the last thirty years, with that best result being a D one runner up in nineteen ninety. How much does Lincoln or being undefeated come up in practice, or even around the school and community, as the goal to keep improving uh, and try to get to Memorial Stadium and, stadium and win a championship? Well, you know, we don't talk about it a lot, uh, but I know it's been brought up. And, you know, in, in this group, um, you know, we just try to keep them focused uh, and, and focus on one game at a time, you know, and, and they've done a good job of that. They haven't, I haven't noticed any times where we've looked ahead. Um, and these guys just continue to stay focused. But, yeah, you know, you, when you go nine and zero at this point, you know everybody's looking to knock you off, and so you got to really stay uh, within the moment. And uh, and I I like how these guys have prepared each week, and you know this opponent tonight in in uh, Riverside is going to be a, uh, a really big challenge for our guys. Yeah, the next team trying to knock you guys off to end that undefeated season is the 7-2 Chargers, and they've spent the last four years running the show at six man up in eight man now. For the first time as Riverside, what stands out to you about the Chargers? Well, I, I think just they're—they've um, got great size, they've got good speed, and uh, just the way they execute things, especially offensively. Uh, you know, you notice on film they brought a lot of six-man concept back to the eight-man game, which which makes them really difficult to to defense and prepare for because you're going to see options, and he'll pitch the ball, and then that guy might pass the ball. Um, you know, double reverse passes and all just all kinds of things that in order to beat them, you have to be disciplined. And so that's really what we've been focusing on and making sure we know what our, our job is out there and then getting getting to the football and making and tackling well. Discipline, knowing your job. What's it going to take finally, Coach, for the Blue Devils to get a win, keep this undefeated season going, and keep the train rolling throughout these playoffs? We got to minimize mistakes. Uh, we've got to win that turnover battle, and uh, our, our front's going to have to play well. We've got to give our our backs room to to run. We've got to uh, give our quarterback time to throw, and I think if we can do those things, that will be 
that will really help us offensively. And then defensively, uh, we've got to make plays. That's Kennesaw head coach Craig Schnitzler. Coach, thanks. Best of luck in this evening. All right, thank you. We'll have starting lineups coming up. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into Kennesaw as we continue along with the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Well, as Trent and I have been up here, uh, we either missed the coin flip or they haven't done it yet. So we're going to go ahead and do starters defense for both sides. First for the visitors from Riverside. 280-pound junior, number 71, Austin Cook. 215-pound junior, number 24, Keaton Carraher. 190-pound sophomore, number 18, Michael Burnt. 160-pound sophomore, number 16, Jeffrey Schmeitz. 210-pound senior, number 12, Joseph Bloom. 150-pound junior, number 5, Trey Carraher. 210-pound senior, number 2, Ty Martinson. The Chargers are 7-2 on the season and coached by Joe Imus. Now for the Blue Devils of Kennesaw, the home team today. At nose guard, a 175-pound freshman, number 43, Drake Olson. Defensive ends are 165-pound senior, number 12, Taylor Pulver, and 170-pound senior, number 34, John Schuster. Linebacking core, 175-pound junior, number 3, Wyatt Hansen. 190-pound senior, number 23, Ryan Dankert. 140-pound junior, number 30, Corey Fraze. In the corners, 140-pound sophomore, number 4, Derek Goldenstein. And 160-pound freshman, number 10, Tyson Dankert. Plenty more to come here from Kennesaw as we build up for this second round matchup between Kennesaw and Riverside here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Get more than you expect Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. Continuing along with Mary Lanning Healthcare pregame, as we said, Kennesaw undefeated Riverside. The last four years they spent in six man and absolutely dominated, forty three and one over the course of those four seasons, seven and two on this season, undefeated so far as a program in eight man. So Trent, let's go ahead and break down both of these teams first for the visitors from Riverside. Yeah, start with Riverside. Uh, like you said, four straight years, four state championships in six man. Um, elected to bump up to eight man this year, and you know the transition's gone really well for them. Started the year off six wins, and then um, played Humphrey St. Francis, one of the top five teams in the state, really tough. And then you know had some injuries, dropped a game to Osmond late in the game, and uh, late in the season. You just look at these guys; they've got they'll run some unconventional stuff. They'll run a couple quarterbacks out there, and they've got really tall, athletic receivers. Uh, Guys like Bloom and, and uh, Schmeitz, just playmakers all over the field. We're going to see a lot of offense from Riverside today. And now for the home team, Kennesaw, as Coach Schnitzler had said, there's not a whole lot of conversation about getting to Lincoln, um, continuing that undefeated season. Obviously, they're, they're not looking to lose it all, but he said that conversation does come up in the community, around the school. What has Kennesaw done so far through this year? Yeah, they've had a great year. Most points they've given up all year is 22 points. Riverside likes to put up a lot of points, so we'll see whose defense will win out. But really, Kennesaw just, they've been a four-headed monster with Taylor Pulver, the quarterback. He's um, really throwing the ball well and also uses his legs uh, very well to uh, gain a lot of yards. And John Schuster is a really tough, hard-running running back in the backfield. And they've also got weapons on the outside with Ryan Danker, Wyatt Hansen, a couple of really athletic kids. And then they mix in some youth along there and uh, puts together a really nice team for them. Now let's go ahead and look at how both of these teams got here. First for Riverside, as we said, they are 7-2 on the year. Ran off the first six games with wins over Central Valley, Twin Loop, Cedar Bluffs, Windside, Elgin Public, Pope John, and Plainview. Um, Those scores weren't even close. The most they gave up was was 20 points, and that was a 62-20 win over Central Valley. And then scored 52-70, 52-80, and 56 Fell to Humphrey St. Francis, the top seed in the East and the overall top seed here in Class D2, as well as Osmond. Um, Coach Imus told us they had a, little, a few injuries, got a number of players in there. Um, those losses, 44 to 34 and 62 to 32. So even in the losses, they put up points. And then last week had a rematch against Central Valley and blanked them 40 to nothing for Kennesaw. They have dominated everybody. Their closest game was a 36 to six win. Week one for them, it was Overton's second game, but for them it was week one 
And that so far is still Overton's only loss. Overton is playing um, today as, as they host Sandhills Thedford. So that's a game that we're going to be keeping an eye on as well. But then Kennesaw defeated Pleasanton, Twin Loop, Axtell, Lawrence Nelson, Franklin, Blue Hill, Giltner, who took Overton right to the wire last week. And then they played Twin Loop again last week with a 62-18 to win. Both of these teams can put up some points. They're very physical. Riverside, and although this is their first year in eight-man, they're bringing a lot of six-man concepts to it. They're playing physical. They want to put up points. Kennesaw, as we talked with Coach Schnitzler, he said, yeah, we're really defensive, and we're going to run the ball on you and play hard. Um, but they do throw the ball, and they want to be a quick-strike offense. Yeah, they can do a bunch of things. If they can, they want to ground and pound. But we've seen them a couple times this year, and they have the ability to spread the field out and go to a couple of different guys they've got playmakers on the outside as well so don't let the numbers fool you when uh, because a lot of these games all they've had to do is really just you know run the ball on the ground and if they can establish a line of scrimmage that's what they want to do but you know if they're forced to they do have that ace in their back pockets well Uh, well it's an established eight-man program in Kennesaw undefeated on the year and now it's the new boys on the block as Riverside has only played six-man as a group the last four years, first year in eight-man. we got a heavyweight battle here in Kennesaw where the Blue Devils host the Chargers of Riverside. Only two losses on the entire season between them, playing for a chance in the quarterfinals. And all of that's coming up with kickoff as we wrap up the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. One final break before we get to the show here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Breeze 94.5. 
announce a game you heard on the Power 99 earlier today. We had a, a final end of that one where it looks like Arcadia Loop City held on to win 34-28. They ran off a bunch of points as they were down 6-0 to start the game, and then it was Hemingford rolling right back, but eventually Arcadia Loop City did get that victory, so we're going to wait and see how the rest of that bracket folds out. We'll see where they are and let you know when, as soon as we know on what our coverage will be next Tuesday, November 6th, Election Day, we will have high school football. But it looks like Riverside is going to start out on offense. Trent, what can we expect from the Chargers in their first possession? Yeah, they're going to come out, and um, they're going to spread the ball around. They want to get guys like Ty Markson going. He's just uh, a really good athlete back there. Number two, you'll hear his name a lot. Uh, Michael Burnt, really good quarterback. He's their primary guy. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this game starts. Kennesaw's been able to get the ball out of the back of the end zone. If they can do that, that'll be a great start for them. And we're waiting to see Wyatt Hansen put his foot into this one. A couple different chargers waiting back deep, standing inside their own five. Hansen with a beautiful kick, and that is exactly going to roll into the end zone just out of the outstretched hands of Traden Prasoski. So, chargers coming out first and ten from their own 15. Yeah, looking at Kennesaw, seeing if they come out. They just play. They play really downhill, but they've also got the athletes and space to be able to cover people. Uh, start with de their defensive line though. They got to apply pressure to the quarterback, and that's something Riverside will be used to playing six-man ball where you don't have as many blockers. Coming up to the line, single receivers, both sides. running backs just to both sides of Brent. He's just going to follow everyone to the left side, lower his shoulder, see what he can get on this first down. Huge blocks being thrown eight and ten yards downfield. It's going to be a pickup of three. Yeah, Riverside trying to come out and set the tone with a power ISO uh, just off the guard there, but Kennesaw did a really nice job of slowing it down. Really nowhere to him to go. Quickly back to the line, and now they're going to run a speed option to this near side, pitching it forward. And that's going to be a pickup of first down running to this left side. Was Persoski quickly getting a first down and moving the sticks? Yeah, they're going to try to push the tempo. They're looking at the sideline. That's where they get the plays from. And uh, really nice play by him. Uh, had two hands on the ball, ready to pitch, ready to keep. Did a good job of covering the ball. Everyone's getting the call from the sideline, checking the wristbands. Burnt still in shotgun. Taking the snap, going to fake the handoff, and now follow a couple blockers to the left side. He'll pick up five yards on the play. Really running the ball at will right now are the Chargers. Yeah, the inverted veer out of the shotgun there where um, the the wing back will come across and he'll read he'll read a defensive tackle or the man and see if he goes with him and he's able to keep it for about five yards there. Burnt staying in shotgun. And now the snap is going to be fumbled. It's picked up. The ball is picked up by Kennesaw and there's no one around. Running in for a touchdown, John Schuster. On the scoop and score, he picked it up on the 25 and ran untouched for the first points of this ballgame. Wow, what a start for Kennesaw. Riverside fumbles the snap, and it falls right into the hands of Schuster. Just a perfect bounce. He got the scoop and score. Kenneth, oh, you couldn't ask for a better start if you're the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Um, disaster for Riverside on the, on the fumbled snap there. Uh, that can happen when you got a lot of guys in motion uh, running out of shotgun. Uh, so, you know, in these kind of games, turnovers... Uh, hanging on to the ball really is going to be key. Kennesaw gets the early scoop and score. Great start for them. And that's something that as we were watching, Kennesaw was not stopping Riverside through those first handful of plays. So for Kennesaw to go ahead and score 
without even putting their offense on the field, that defense is going to stay out. You start to wonder as Riverside uses pace, how much that's going to affect Kennesaw. But as it stands, Blue Devils with an early lead here, now going for two. Pulver going to follow his blockers to the left side, dance inside, and he'll put it in. So with 10.57 to go in the first quarter on the defensive touchdown, it's Kennesaw 8, Riverside nothing here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. I'd like to thank our sponsors who make our playoff coverage possible, like Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed dealer. So that's not exactly something we were looking at. I know both team, both coaches have talked to us about limiting turnovers, playing aggressive, but on that one, just a miscue on a snap going right through quarterback Burns' uh, hands, and then Schuster taking advantage from 25 yards out and just running it in untouched on the defensive side of the ball. Wyatt Hansen about to put his foot into it again. This last one went through the end zone. This other one is going to kind of sidewind down, but it'll also go across the goal line. So, Trent, if you're Riverside, you were moving the ball at will, picking up chunk yardage. Kennesaw wasn't stopping you. Miscue on the snap, and then all of a sudden you're down 8 nothing. Coming out second possession, how much does that affect them? Well, they've won so many games over the past five years, it shouldn't affect them. They're used to winning. Um, if you're Riverside, you're moving the ball down the field uh, just fine. So you're going to come out just run your offense. You're so early in the game, um, shouldn't let it affect you. Keep playing your game. Burnt with just to his, with Persoski coming in motion right to left. He'll hand it off to him to the outside, but there's no room to go as Blue Devils are flying into this backfield. Going to be a loss of one. We've seen Kennesaw all season. Every time we've had them on the radio, they just flow so hard side to side. They're so quick laterally. It's really tough to run east and west on them. Burnt again in shotgun with Martinson to his right. Persoski out to his left. Now he's going to pitch it forward to Prasovsky, running to this left side. He's going to try to turn it upfield, but no room to go. He might get back to the original line of scrimmage as it stands, so that's going to be a third and 10, maybe third and 11. Yeah, just Kennesaw defensively is coming out and showing a lot. They've shown a lot of poise and a lot of determination, just stopping these guys. you got a third and long, and we'll see if Riverside wants to hit one of these big targets on the outside. Twins to the far side, single receiver to the near side. Very tall, Joseph Bloom. He's going to move in a little bit closer to the end. Snap to Burnt. He's looking left, flushed out of the pocket, going to try to turn it back upfield. Now he's running over to the near side. He's got his eyes on the sticks, and he can get there. Going to run out of bounds. Pick up of about 15, well, where they spotted him going out of bounds. It's going to be a pickup of 12. Great job by Burnt out of the backfield. Yeah, there was a lot of pressure for Kennesaw, but they got too far upfield on there, and uh, Burnt stepped up in the pocket and was able to elude the rushers and, and just got to a place where he knew he'd get a good spot from the refs, get the first down. Fresh set of down for the Chargers. Same formation. Twins far side. Bloom single receiver to the near side. Speed option. Going to that far side. Burns going to make the pitch out to Martinson, who's turning it up, and he will pick, make, pick up about five, six yards on the play. So good decision-making again there by Burns. Yeah, and on that option there, so if you're Kennesaw defensively, one guy, he's taking quarterback. Another guy, he's taking running back and the rest of the guys have got to flow over. So individually, you've got to win those one-on-one battles in there. 
Riverside did a nice job getting about six yards. Now single receivers going both sides for the Chargers. Burnt relaying a couple messages to his running backs, Martinson, in that backfield. He'll hand it off to Prasovsky running over to this near side. He's got a chance at the sticks, and he's going to try to dance back in field after he crosses the 40 first down, and they're going to have it at the 39 of the Blue Devils. Yeah, just a, a fly sweep across the um, to our near side here and is able to get about seven yards, pick up the first down, showing a lot of what they did in the first drive where they moved the ball down the field really well. Uh, that time able to pick up the first down, showing Shown, that's a good sign for Riverside early. And they, uh, the Blue Devils had Riverside dead to rights on a third and long until Burnt picked it up, and now they are in Kennesaw territory. Burnt waiting in shotgun, single receivers both sides. Now he's going to be flushed out of the pocket here to this near side, wrapped up in the backfield and spun down for the sack. Taylor Pulver, quarterback who hasn't been on the field yet to get the ball in his hands, but he get, picks up the sack of one, going to put Riverside back exactly at the 40. He ran a long ways because he's coming from that right outside linebacker position. And the quarterback, Burnt, was on this near side, which is uh, the opposite side of the field, ran all the way around the back of the line and chased him down from behind. Showed really good speed there. number of these Kennesaw players can't wait to get their hands on the ball, including John Schuster, who had that defensive touchdown. Speed option to the near side. Burnt's going to turn it up himself. Pickup of two on the play. Going to be another long third down, this one third and nine. We still got eight minutes, 35 seconds on the clock, and that's Burnt's eight carry of the night. Uh, going to be a long night for him. Probably got to find a way to get some other guys involved if you want to uh, keep your guys healthy throughout the game. A number of these carries have been on speed options where he's made that decision to keep the ball, so Kennesaw staying at home, not letting that pitch go to the some of the quicker backs. Burnt going to play action. A lot of time in the backfield. He'll dump this one over the middle. It was going right to Bloom, but great defensive uh, deflection. That's going to be Tyson Dankert, who came just over the top. Uh, Dankert, significantly shorter than Joseph Bloom. Yeah, Bloom's a big boy, and he's got... 400 yards receiving on the season with 13 touchdowns. So the freshman Tyson Dinker does a nice job in coverage. He's he's way shorter than Bloom, but uh, able to force a fourth down. Fourth down and nine. The punt gets away clean. Ball going to be caught on the 15-yard line back there to return this one. Looks like it's going to be Dankert who will bring this ball out just shy of the 25-yard line. So first offensive possession for Kennesaw coming up, they've already got the lead. What do you expect to see here from the Blue Devils, Trent? Well, they came out on defense and, and really stood up and said their name and, and uh, said, hey, this is second round of playoffs, we're here to play. So on offense here, they they want to establish a line of scrimmage. They're going to want to ground and pound. We're going to see a lot of a toss sweeps uh, with Schuster and a lot of ices at the middle. And then you'll see they'll, they'll run out of shotgun. They'll run some quarterback keepers with Pulver. Uh, they're going to want to mix it up, keep it on the ground if they can. They've also got great options on the outside. And Riverside anchored in the middle. That's 280-pound Austin Cook. A bunch of chargers moving all over the field. Kennesaw in tight. Pulver going to roll to his right, looking downfield, throwing this one over the top. He's got his guy down there. The ball is bobbled, and it's going to be caught, making the catch downfield. Ryan Dankert, what a grab as Kennesaw strikes quickly to get down to the 25-yard line of Riverside. They'll huddle up. They don't get to the line quite as quickly as the Chargers, but what a good first play for the Kennesaw. They they saw something on film that led, they thought they had a mismatch there in coverage. Uh, we saw Danker a couple of weeks ago drop a couple of those balls, and he bobbled it there, but able to really concentrate and bring it in. Nice play by both those guys. High formation, Pulver under center, going to hand it off to Schuster to this near side, running through a couple of arm tackles, and he'll get it inside the 20. 
That's going to be a pickup of six for John Schuster on his first offensive carry. He's already run one in from 25 on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, what Riverside's going to learn is that uh, Schuster, he doesn't look like he's that tough of a runner. He doesn't look like he's that stocky, but when he runs, he just runs through people. If it's an arm tackle, he's going to break it. Second down and four from inside the 20. Pulver in shotgun, going to just follow all of his blockers to the right side, lower his shoulder, and he'll pick up a first down as well. Now inside the 15, down to about the 12 are the Blue Devils. Yeah, good start for Kennesaw offensively. Um, just They've ran three plays, but you know the two rushing plays, they've ran their average in five and a half yards of carry already. So uh, great start for them. Their line of scrimmage is holding up well. Uh, Riverside, they've got a big defensive tackle, nose guard in the middle anchoring it down. He's 280 pounds. Uh, He, so far early in the game, hasn't been a problem. Right now, as we've seen Kennesaw all year, very physical up front. Pulver under center, going to run a sweep to the far side with Schuster, who's hit in the backfield, trying to turn it up, keeping his legs churning, and he's going to go ahead and actually not just keep his legs churning, but he'll pick up four on the play. As you were saying, Trent, he doesn't look like a big guy, but if you don't wrap him up and hit him right away, he'll keep moving. Yeah, from up here, it looked like he had nothing, but he just keeps spinning and and turning his legs, and he's able to just crawl. He never falls backwards. He always falls forward. Uh, really tough running kid. Uh, he's just got great vision and can find the little holes and creases to gain yards. Second down and six from just inside the 10-yard line. Snap to Pulver and shotgun following student body to the left side. He's dancing around a couple guys. He, he's going to roll. It doesn't look they're saying he's down. They haven't given a – they didn't give a touchdown signal on that, Trent, but it looked like – he was in the end zone, and they're going to – the points are on the board, so that's one that we didn't see his hands go up, but Pulver will run it in from nine yards out for the second touchdown of the game. Yeah, he. I mean, from up here, he definitely fell about two yards into the end zone, but uh, we didn't see any refs put the signals up, so I didn't know if there was a holding penalty coming or what happened, but there's a quarterback keeper off the edge, and, and uh, great start for Kennesaw. Extra point upcoming. Pulver goes back, and he'll throw an interception – and that's going to end the play right away. So with 6.11 to go in the first quarter, it's Kennesaw 14, Riverside nothing here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Earlier on Power 99, it's Arcadia Loop City advancing over Hemingford in a 34-20 battle. Coming up later tonight on Power 99 as we're about 15 minutes away from pregame. It's Overton hosting Sandhills Thedford. That pregame, as we said, 6.30 kickoff at 7. Kennesaw, uh, although they were giving up yards and chunks to Riverside on both uh, series so far, Holds a 14-point lead here in Kennesaw. Yeah, that's the thing about playoff football. You've got to be able to to bend but not break because, you know, everybody starts getting good when you get past uh, the first, second round, and, and everybody can move the ball. It's whether you can stop them uh, past the midfield line. And Hanson will get another beauty of a kick away. This time it's going to the far side. Caught, well, fumbled at the one-yard line and then run over to this left side, dancing around at the 20, now out past the 30. 
Making the return on that far side, it's Jeffrey Schmeitz. No one's around him. He's going to run this kickoff all the way back. He caught it just outside the goal line, muffed it to himself, picked it up, and ran it 79 yards for the touchdown to put Riverside back in this ballgame. Yeah, that's a game changer right there. Uh, Schmeitz did everything he could to keep that ball in play, jumped up in the air, batted the ball down, and then had to pick it up. And he was running really patient. It looked like Kennesaw maybe had him bottled up, but you know, everybody was passed, and there was nobody left home. Everybody was out of their lanes. So Schmeitz was able to just outrun the last guy, uh, had the angle, but, you know, he's too fast, and it's 79 yards. Extra point upcoming. Burnt takes the snap. Flags incoming, though. Looks like that's going to be a procedural penalty, and go ahead and back up Riverside for this extra point. And there, they wanted to go with Bader out to Bloom. He's got the significant height advantage over Tyson Danker on the edge but they're going to move him back five, which gives them a little more room to run uh, an offensive play here. Sometimes as we see some of these uh, these teams get into the red zone, we saw it with Giltner a lot last week. Once they get into that red zone, don't quite have quite as much room uh, to run some of their plays when they spread folks out, and that's what Riverside is doing here as well. So an extra five yards might be to their benefit. Burnt in shotgun. He's got Martinson standing just behind him. He's waiting to pass this ball. Plenty of time. Now he's going to be flushed out of the pocket to the near side. Throws it into the end zone. It's caught by Bloom, but there was a flag came in really early, and it looks like they might be having to replay this one if this goes against Riverside, just looking at where that flag was. Looks like it's – I think it's past interference on the defense because uh, there was a – there was a receiver laying on the ground, so it's going to stand. Yep, they're going to call holding on the defense. So a 79-yard kickoff return from Jeffrey Smites pulls Riverside right back into a one-score game. It's Kennesaw 14, Riverside 8, 558 to go in the first quarter on the breeze, 94-5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're the Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore. Alex, Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Halfway through the first in Kennesaw, but we've already got a defensive touchdown, a kickoff return for a touchdown, and then your traditional quarterback nine-yard student body left with Taylor Pulver, but the Blue Devils lead the Chargers 14-8, to 5.58 to go in this first quarter. We'd like to thank our presenting sponsors like Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The guy who got the two-point conversion catch was Joseph Bloom, and he's going to go ahead and put his foot into it on this one. Ryan Dankert standing just outside his own goal line going to be a low driven kick almost hits an up by up back dankert picks it up on his own three he's going to run up the middle now he's dancing around to the right side spins over here to this near side going to be bottled up though not a lot of room to go and kennesaw will take over on their own 24 yeah now if you're kennesaw you had the two-point lead you're up 14 to nothing now it's 14 to eight little different ball game it looks like maybe you're going to come out and uh you know put a hurting on riverside riverside we said this a couple times. They haven't lost a playoff game in over four years. It's their fifth season um, since they've lost a, a playoff game. So they know how to win and compete. Pulver under center, throws it back to Schuster, following blockers around to this left side. Now, now he'll dance back over to the right side. Gain of five. Trent, he doesn't move quick. 
He doesn't run through a whole bunch of people, but he just keeps moving and picks up five again. He's patient, and he has great vision. Patience and vision. He'll, he'll sit and wait for his holes to open up, and then when he sees a crease, he just shoots. His acceleration is uh, it's, it's exceptional. He can just find a hole and, and gain four or five yards. Spreading things out now with twins to the near side. Pulver looking at this near side, throws it over, kept making the grab is Wyatt Hansen. He'll be pulled down short of the sticks, though. Still, there's going to be a third down, and maybe he picked up a yard on that play. Third down and four. Yeah, just a uh, they just kind of ran some uh, like a bunch a bunch out there to get him open, and uh, yeah, nothing going really. When we've seen Kennesaw success, they've thrown down the field, and uh, a lot of these third and shorts, third and fours, Kennesaw likes to run toss sweeps to one side or the other. Uh, we'll see what they do coming up here, third and four. Pulver going to go ahead and go under center. Nope, he's going to stay in shotgun with a couple running backs just up in front of him by the line. He'll follow everyone to that left side and pick up another first down, run it out past to um, about the 36-37 yard line, getting closer to midfield. Yeah, you get to play off football, those third and fours. Conversions and turnovers are really big. If you can convert on third and fours, uh, third and shorts, fourth and shorts, uh, be really big for your football team and and that's a good sign for Kennesaw early in the game to pick up that first down. New set of sticks. And as we've said, uh, Riverside quickly to the line, everyone checking their wristbands. Kennesaw very different, waiting in the huddle, getting that call from the sideline, running it in. Pulver again in shotgun. Both of his running backs standing in front of him. Student body to the right side this time for Pulver, who easily picks up six yards on the run. Yeah, really easy for them there. Just, up, uh, just up the middle there with Pulver. He's just a tough runner. He's... You know, he's gained a lot of yards on the season. Um, yeah, he's ran for over almost 700 yards now um, on the season as a quarterback where you're not asked. He's not asked to do a whole bunch because he got Schuster and a couple other guys around him and hasn't had to play uh, four quarters in a lot of these games. So really impressive numbers from him. We'll call that a gain of five. So second down in five. Pulver now going under center. Toss sweep to the near side with Schuster, who's going to turn it right back in on a jump cut, and he'll pick up about two on the play, third down and short again for the Blue Devils. Yeah, so right back where they were on that, um, on the last set of downs, where it was third and four, uh, they had ran the quarterback keeper to Pulver that time. On second down, they ran the ISO to uh, John Schuster. So now we got third and three, see if they want to pass the ball, if they want to just keep it on the ground here. Running quickly up to the line, they will have Pulver again in shotgun with his two running backs standing just behind the guards. Pulver following blockers over to the right side. He's already passed the first down. Now he's passed the 30, and now he's passed everyone. He's going to take it in for a touchdown from 37 yards out on the student body right for Taylor Pulver. Yeah, quarterback ISO to the right, and he Pulver found a crease, and it maybe looked like they had him wrapped up, but he just ran through some ankle tackles, and they had a chance in the secondary to bring him down. Uh, Pulver, he gets in the open field really fast player, um, 37 yards, where maybe Riverside thought maybe they had him stopped on a couple third and fours. Extra point upcoming, Pulver under center, I formation, toss sweep to the near side with Schuster. Nobody's going to catch him before he can get to the pylon. So with 2.53 to go in the first quarter, it's Kennesaw 22, Riverside 8 on the breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. 
It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Curl Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Curl Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. It's powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Getting closer to the, um, we've still got almost three minutes to go in this first quarter already. Taylor Pulver with two touchdowns. John Schuster won on the defensive side. That put up 22 points for Kennesaw. Jeffrey Schmeitz, last time he was able to get his hands on the ball on the kickoff, he ran it back 79 yards. So we're going to see if Wyatt Hansen for Kennesaw kicks it to him, kicks it the other way. He's kicked it three different directions so far throughout to start this ball game. Yeah, sometimes it ain't. it's not the end of the world if you even kick it out of bounds if you don't think you can get it there, but uh, as the sun starts to fade, uh, you know, wind's not going to be a factor. Uh, we're, we're kicking off to the west. Uh, he usually kicks it out of bounds with, or past the goal line. We'll see if he can this time. Whistle's blown. Hansen trotting up to the ball. This one going to be kicked over to this left side. And it was going to go to Persoski, but just a little bit long. So no chance for a return that time. Riverside has moved the ball extremely well on each possession that they've had the ball. Uh, but have had to been forced to punt near midfield, had a turnover that went for a touchdown. Trent looks like Riverside, as long as they can keep pace and keep uh, staying on schedule, they can stay in this ball game. And it, they're moving the ball between the red zones, but once you get into that, you know, especially around that 30-yard line, you got to be able to convert and punch stuff in. Burt will take the snap, and now he's going to follow all of his blockers to the left side, dance around over to the right side. He'll reach forward. See what he can get. Going to be a pickup of two yards on the play. Not a lot of running room so far with Burnt, who's already about to double-digit carries. Yeah, uh, Drake Olson and uh, Taylor Pulver just came in and, and cleaned up the play. It kept him kept him short for about a you know, three-yard gain there. Uh, nice job by them, just flying downhill. They're just really good. Uh, Burnt with Martinson standing just beside him. Martinson's going to have the snap go directly to him. Now he's going to pitch it over to Burnt, who's right at the sticks, dancing back inside, and he's going to pick up a first down past the 25-yard line. We're going to say he got out to the 27. So a little bit different formation on that one for the Chargers. Yeah, they'll run a couple different quarterbacks, and that time uh, Martinson took the shotgun snap, and they wanted to get it out to Burnt. So, you know, they'll mix some stuff up. Both guys can throw the ball a little bit. Uh, you know, Burns thrown for uh, a few yards, and so is Martinson. Martinson takes the snap, and now he's going to throw the screen pass over to the far side, making the grab over there is Jeffrey Schmeitz, who's got a little bit of room to run. He'll lower his shoulder, go out past the 40 before he gets run out of bounds at the 37-yard line of Kennesaw. Yeah, he's a tough running kid. Uh, Schmeitz, we saw him on the kickoff return, and then just takes the jailbreak screen where yeah, he comes back towards the quarterback. Uh, able to pull it down and get about 16 yards. So Kennesaw's got to be able to defend in space. Uh, we see them on rush defense where they're so fast side to side. Now they've got to be able to stop the pass a little bit. Fresh set of downs. Looks like Burnt is going to take the shotgun snap. Speed option to this near side. He'll pitch it very late to Martinson, who's going to turn it upfield and pick up about two yards on the play and get it down to the 35. Yeah, and you'll see you see some of those six-man aspects coming coming out in this game where they're really far down the field when they'll pitch the ball. 
and uh, able to gain about two yards there. And we see a charger who uh, who ran the ball to this near side. It was Martinson, and he's rolling around on that sideline. Doesn't look like Coach Imus is going to use a timeout, but if Martinson can't go, that might be a little bit of a blow for Riverside. Yeah. Burnt in shotgun. Now he's going to run to that far side with Schmeitz. Very late pitch over to him, and now he's going to turn it upfield. Oh, he stumbled over one of the yard lines. He could have picked up about 10, 15 more, but as it stands, he'll go just inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, good run by Schmeitz. He's, we've seen him early in this game make a make plays in a bunch of different ways, takes the option pitch there, uh, catches the screen earlier, and takes the kickoff return back. Uh, they're going to get him involved. He's, he's a good football player, got a lot of speed, good balance when he runs the football. Schmeitz is pretty much replacing Martinson right now on a lot of what Martinson was doing out of that backfield. He'll stand just to the, the left and a little bit diagonal behind Burnt, who's in the shotgun, bunched twins to the near side, Bloom by himself on the far side. Speed option coming to this near side. Reversing field is Burnt. He's telling people where to block. He's going to run past the 20. He's got a little bit of room. Now he's at the 10 trying to cut it back in. Ball is on the ground. It's going to be picked up, though, by Bloom. And I'm trying to see if they're going to say he was down on where that was, but it looks like that ball came out very, very late. Riverside picking up a whole lot of yards to get close to the 10. Yeah, broken play there where they ran the, the speed option to this near side, and he stopped, cut back, saw that Kennesaw had overflowed, and, and just used his cutback lane to gain about 20 yards on the play. First down and goal from the 8-yard line. Burnt in shotgun motion coming left to right. And they're not going to hand it off, but as a matter of fact, they're also going to get a flag on the play and probably back up Riverside. Yeah, you see that in high school football. You get some. Well, they're actually going to gain some yards on this one, uh, offsides on Kennesaw. Yeah, usually when uh, the offense will run some motion, you'll see a false start a lot of the time, especially in the smaller classes. We did see it in in Class B football too, but uh, for the first time, it actually draws Kennesaw offsides. So half the distance, going to be a first down and goal from the four now. Burnt standing in shotgun, Schmeitz just behind him. A little bit tighter formation. Trey Carraher out here to the near side. He'll go set a block, and we're going to see Burnt turn it up field inside the three, and that might be the very last play of this first quarter. So through one quarter, it is Kennesaw 22, Riverside 8 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Ready for this second quarter, we'd like to thank our presenting sponsors like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Riverside, threatening as we get ready for this second quarter to get underway. 
Yeah, Riverside putting together a really nice drive. They're approaching about 80 yards of offense, averaging 60 yards a carry. So, you know, when they do run the football, they've had success. Uh, you know, they busted one out for about 22 yards, another 12-yard run. If they can get those those pop plays where, you know, you can get 8 to 10 yards, uh, going to be really helpful for them going forward in this football game. Second down and goal from the two. Burnt going to go ahead and go right up under center. And he'll just do a quarterback sneak, see what he can get on first down. Flag comes in very late. I don't know if he was set yet before he took off. He's in the end zone. Well, they're counting players. We'll see what they call here. Yeah, as they're, they're still walking around trying to make a final decision on what they have for players. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine players on the field for Riverside, so that's going to go ahead and negate the points and back up the Chargers. Yeah, I, I actually did play a nine-man football game in junior <laughs> high. They do that in South Dakota, but, yeah, we're playing eight-man now. Um, I can see how maybe they got confused going from six-man up to eight-man. Um, but, really, they looked really good there. Uh, having nine men on the field really had nothing to do with it, but it's a big penalty because it draws them back to the 16-yard or the yeah, the 16-yard line. Still second down and goal, so now we're going to see Burnt go ahead and go in shotgun. Twins, both sides, bunched here to this near side, rolling to that far side, now throwing it back to the near side. No one's around him. Making the grab is Neil Reardon, who's going to walk in, stroll into the end zone for six points. Well, they caught Kennesaw flowing overly hard. It wasn't really a screen. It was more like a, a rollout to the far side, and it's just really a throwback. They just um, they sent Reardon on the outside there, just kind of on a, a route all by himself, kind of a wheel route. He turned around, caught, and just walked in the end zone. Uh, Riverside made it look really easy, so the, the penalty for having nine guys on the field did not hurt them there. And what we're watching now is they're going to say there was a penalty on Riverside. I didn't see what they called for a penalty, but they brought this back. I want, I didn't see the hand signal other than him pointing to Riverside and the flag on the play trying to see exactly what the explanation is, but that's going to hurt when Riverside scored on two straight plays and both of them are negated. I think it was an eligible man down the field. They're going to send it back five yards. I actually couldn't see what happened. And yeah. So they went from second and goal from the two. Now it is second and goal still, but they're from the 22. So yeah. waiting to see that play, that hurts a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, Two, two plays in a row you score and both called back by penalties. You don't see that very often. Uh, they're going to spread the ball out here a little bit more here. Burnt in shotgun. Twins to the near side. Bloom single receiver to the far side. Play action. Now he's going to pump and just throw this one over the top to Bloom just a little bit too far. Hard to overthrow that guy. He's about the biggest guy on the field, though Burnt did take a shot at the end of it from Pulver. Yeah, but, I mean, there really wasn't anywhere else for him to throw because uh, Pulver... Uh, that's Tyson Dinkert there in the, on coverage. He had him covered really well. You know, we Bloom, he's a big, tall kid. Um, he's got 13 touchdowns on the year so far. So they're going to look for him, you know, third and 22, down 22 to eight. He's got a mismatch in size on the, on the edge there. Burnt in shotgun. Going to pitch the ball forward, running across there is Persoski, who turns it up a little bit. Going to be a more manageable fourth down from the 15-yard line. But as it stands, they uh, have been backed up on this red zone drive. Yeah, so uh, they actually pitch it forwards. We'll call that a pass play, just a little 
Uh, we've seen Nebraska do that a couple times this year, just a fly sleeper to pitch it forward. Fourth and goal from the 15-yard line. Burnt takes the snap, looking left. Now he's going to be run out of the pocket left. Now he's going to put the ball on the ground, and he's going to run back to the right. Throws it downfield into the end zone, just too tall for everybody. So that's going to be a turnover on downs. After having second and goal from the 22, Kennesaw will take over on their own 15. Yeah, good stand there, and I, we talk about that a lot. It's what you do in between the red zones that really makes a difference when you get to playoff football. Um, you know, penalties, short down conversions, um, those can help you or really hurt you there. And penalties really hurt Riverside there because they had they scored twice, but they were both called back on penalties. Pulver about to go under center. Instead, we're going to see a timeout. This is going to be a freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, freezing is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford and Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. With 11.10 to go in the second quarter, it's Kennesaw 22, Riverside 8 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Timeout here on the Breeze 94.5, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Steph Brubaker taking care of things back at the studio. First and 10 for Kennesaw from their own 15 after making a... It's a good goal line stand in the red zone. Penalty is really the biggest um, harm for the Chargers. Pulver's going to pitch it to Schuster on the far side, trying to be patient, find a hole. Then he'll turn it up field, still be short of the sticks, but pick up eight. Yeah, good start for Kennesaw. Eight yards off the uh, at the start of the possession. Really have a chance here you know riverside can score a lot of points they they've had so much success in the playoffs so the game is never going to be out of reach for them but kennesaw can come out and make a, a uphill battle for them and, you know if they can convert here and uh you know put another touchdown on the board kennesaw leading by 14 early here in the second quarter a lot of game to go pulver in shotgun student body to this right side he's just going to follow everybody fall forward and he'll pick up that first down to move the sticks yeah, those, those quarterback sneaks, quarterback keepers from short distance are almost undefeated on this season. You know, all the all the games that we've covered, it's just almost a surefire play. Now they're just barely across the 25-yard line. Knows the ball is uh, across the 25-yard line. Huddling up are the Blue Devils. Chargers so far have been running a lot of three-down linemen, four-down linemen at times, and here it looks like they're going to have four-down linemen. Austin Cook's anchoring that right in the middle. Pulver in shotgun. This time he is going to pass. He'll throw it over to Schuster, and it goes right through Schuster's hand, second down and 10. Yeah, just not able to connect there. And the way Kennesaw has been able to run the ball, you'd think, um, you know, they've got some some wiggle room to, to try some things to, you know, throw the ball down the field there. So uh, they take the chance. Not able to connect there, but, um, you know, they, they tried it. And, it's I mean, they'll have opportunities to throw the ball. But right now they're averaging – 
eight yards of carry. So uh, when they do run the ball, good things happen. And we saw earlier for Riverside, Martinson had come out. He got his ankle taped over here on the bench. He's back out on the field playing defense. Pulver will take the snap and pitch it to that far side. Going to be running around the 30th Schuster, and he'll run out of bounds right at the 30-yard line, third down at about five. Yeah, we've seen them getting a couple third and fours, third and fives, and they've been able to convert every time. So now uh, third and a long five, I'd call it closer to six. Uh, I, You know, they're averaging, they're still averaging eight yards of carry. I wouldn't expect them to come out and throw here just based on the success they've had running the ball. Not getting his hands on the ball so far quite a bit is Dankert. We've seen a lot of hard counts in situations like this. Instead, Pulver's going to take the snap, follow everybody to the left side. He's easily going to pick up the first down. Now dragging tacklers past the 40, and he's going to have the ball in at Charger territory at the 39. Yeah, just a quarterback, quarterback lead play up the middle where uh, he got about 11, 12 yards. And Riverside's having a tough time up the middle. Uh, Tannisaw's doing a nice job of blocking Austin Cook up front. He weighs 280 pounds, but you know hasn't been a problem so far. Great push off the line every single time. And now we're going to see a reverse coming back around to this near side and running past the 35 and past the 20. Nobody's going to catch up to Ryan Dankert on a nice little reverse play from 39 yards out. He'll take it in for six. Yeah, that was a nifty little play where uh, Dankert lined up in the, a wingback position, kind of hidden, and... Uh, you know, Pulver just turned, and, you know, he's been throwing that toss sweep a lot, but that time he just hands it to Dankert. He just basically runs untouched, uh, broke one tackle, and from 39 yards out, uh, saw they put together, if they put the two-point conversion in here, um, looking at a you know, three-touchdown lead. And they are coming up with Pulver under center, eye formation behind him, pitched to the far side with Schuster, who's going to try to turn it back up. He's being drugged down by defenders he's not going to get in so with 925 to go here in the first half it's kennesaw 28 riverside 8 on the breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com whether you're talking sports or farming one thing is the same you need power think husker power products for propane natural gas and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs when you require irrigation power parts or timely service think husker power products your provider of gm powered natural gas and lp high efficiency irrigation engine and fuel efficient isuzu diesel engines call 402-463-1531 for husker power products of hastings your full service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Just as we had said, Ryan Dankert hasn't put his impact offensively on this game in this on this uh, ball game. He takes the reverse 39 yards for a touchdown put Kennesaw up by 20. We want to let you know internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on platteriverpreps.com. It's brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Wyatt Hansen has put a couple really good kicks into this one, but we have seen Jeffrey Smites take a 79-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Right now, those are the only points of the game for Riverside. Hansen, another beautiful kick. This one's going to go right at the end zone, going to be caught by Prasovsky. He had his own one. He's going to follow some blockers around to the right side. Big blocks being everywhere. He's reversing field of the 20. Now he's back at his own 15, back around the 20, and run out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. Yeah, did a really nice job of uh, weaving and cutting across the field to uh, get a little better field position coming out uh, for the next drive. Riverside uh, got to put together a scoring drive here if you want to stay in this ball game. And they have moved the ball really well. Had tons of chances on their last drive to score a second and goal from the two. Eventually, a couple of penalties moved them all the way back to where they had a turnover and downs on the 15. 
Burnt waiting in the shotgun. Single receivers both sides. He'll hand the ball off, going to that far side with Jeffrey Smites. He's got a little bit of room. He'll run it out past the 25-yard line, second down and about seven yards. Yeah, so a good start uh, for Kennesaw defensively to hold Riverside in a second long here. Uh, puts them behind the eight ball, behind schedule. Now Riverside going to have to do some different things because their traditional, uh, you know, their traditional I, uh, ISOs aren't quite working right now. Burnt waiting in shotgun again. Spent most of the day so far there. Flags coming in. We're going to see the clock stopped. Trying to see exactly what they're going to call, and it's going to be a timeout. Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout by Kennesaw as they go ahead and use a timeout here with 8.40 to go in the second quarter. Kennesaw 28, Riverside 8 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. Defeated Sutherland, forty-eight to nothing. Arcadia Loop City earlier on Power ninety-nine won thirty-four to twenty-eight. Lawrence Nelson defeated Clearwater Orchard, thirty-three to thirty. Motion coming left to right, and now we're going to see Burnt look to this near side. He'll throw this ball over the top. He's got a receiver downfield. Ball tipped away. All kinds of defensive back uh, work has gone in for Kennesaw, and that ball almost could have been picked by Goldenstein, but we've seen a couple throws over the top that Goldenstein and Dankert are not letting anyone throw over the top. He got beat off the line and had to bust his tail to get back, and we've seen him a couple times, Goldenstein, uh, make turn and make a play on the ball. Nice deflection there by Goldenstein. Uh, prevented a touchdown, really, because nobody else was home. Third down and seven from their own 25, burnt in shotgun. Now he's going to look to the right. Now running out of the pocket to this left side. Just throws it towards the sideline. Ball is caught by Bloom, who's drug out of bounds. Based on that spot, looks like he's going to be at the stick. So we're going to see where they, they put him here, whether or not this is going to be a very short. Nope, they're going to say it's a first down. So good drive there, to or good throw and catch from Burnt to Bloom to move the sticks. Yeah, Bloom almost 400 yards receiving on the year. Just his first first catch on the night. He's been targeted a number of times, and they finally got him going for eight yards. He's a single receiver to the near side, twins to the far side, burnt in shotgun, and he'll throw it out to that far side, making the grab as Martinson behind the line of scrimmage, following a couple blockers, and now he's going to run out past the 40. Looks like my mistake, that was Trey Carraher, who makes the nice grab to run the ball out to midfield. Yeah, Carraher just he ran through a, an ankle tackle of Pulver. Pulver had an opportunity to bring him down at the line of scrimmage or even behind uh, but Kerr ran through it and able to gain about six yards. Now, Riverside back on schedule. Martinson continuing to be on the sideline on offense. Burnt looking to this left side, throws it to Bloom, who's out past the sticks, runs past one defender. He's at the 30. Now he's going to dance back around him again, run past the 20, running through defenders. He's going to be brought down inside the 15-yard line. He made a great grab, made that same defender miss twice to turn it up into the red zone. Yeah, he's he's a you know good football player, but you can just tell um, a good basketball player too, just tall, lanky, Got a lot of speed, 
really good hands there for 25 yards. Riverside moving the ball really well on this series in this drive. Burnt in shotgun. Looking to the right side. Pumps now going to try to... Th- nope, he's going to be brought down in the backfield. Sack on that one by the other quarterback, Taylor Pulver for Kennesaw. Looked like Burnt was trying to throw that one into bloom in the end zone, but didn't even get a chance to get the ball out. Yeah, a little quarterback on quarterback crime there, but Burnt did a fantastic job of holding on to the football. Uh, we've seen those type of throws go for um, fumbles, actually, but he did a good job of... Uh, keeping possession of the football because he took a hit right as he was getting ready to let go. Second down at their 22. Got to get it down to about the five-yard line. Burnt all alone in the backfield. He'll take the shotgun snap. Plenty of time. Beautiful ball going into the end zone. Just too tall. Too tall for Traden Persoski who beat his guy into the end zone. If that ball is just an inch or two lower, that's six on the board. Yeah, he needed another yard or two in the back of the end zone, but like you said, that ball's a little lower. That's six, but Persoski not able to corral that one in. So now we got third and 19 at a critical juncture in the game. It was 28 to 8. Kennesaw is leading with just seven minutes to go. So now if you don't score here, the way Kennesaw has been moving the football, they haven't punted or turned the ball over yet. So big, big play here on third and 19. Twins to the near side. Bloom by himself on the far side. Motion coming left to right. They're going to hand it off to Persoski. He's looking down to the end zone to Bloom, and he's got Bloom. Halfback pass is good for a touchdown from 23 yards out. Bloom's a big, tall kid, and, I mean, that's a weapon. You can see why he's got so many touchdowns on the year. That's his 14th catch, 14th touchdown catch of the year, and he just, all he needs is a step. He doesn't even really need a step because he's he's about six foot six, looks like, and got really good hands, able to pull that one in on third and 19. Extra point upcoming, going to this near side, and they're going to say they're in, so... Eight more points on the board for Riverside. 7.15 to go in the second quarter. Kennesaw 28, Riverside 16 on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest Hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! The Breeze 94.5. We're not even halfway through the second quarter. It's 28-16 to 16, Kennesaw leading Riverside. Make sure you stick around for the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. We'll take a look at a whole bunch of scores from around the area, especially scores going on in classes D1 and D2 as it is eight-man's playoff day. We'll see all of 11-man and six-man go on Friday. A number of finals already because a bunch of teams have played in this afternoon. A number of other games getting ready to kick off. We're still in pregame over on Power 99 for Overton and Sandhills. Thedford kickoff set for 7 o'clock there. Joseph Bloom, who just caught the halfback pass touchdown from 23 yards out is waiting to put his foot into this one end over end kick is going to run over to the goal line and just be about a yard in there so Kennesaw taking over on their own 15 now for your Kennesaw you're up 28 16 you know just a 12 point game now with uh, seven minutes on the clock really important for you to come out here and score a touchdown Um, if you don't score a touchdown you want to milk a lot of this clock and you don't, you don't want to leave Riverside with a lot of time to come down and score if you don't score to make it a one-score game going into halftime. So 
uh, clock management key here. Kennesaw with yet to punt or turn the ball over in this ball game. Pulver takes the snap following blockers to the left side. He'll be stopped after a pickup of about two, three yards that time. Uh, a very simple play, very generic that Kennesaw really likes to run with Pulver in the backfield. Yeah, and they can just overpower people, and, and they use Pulver's speed to their advantage because he's so fast. He can, Even when there's nothing there, um, it's really tough for the defense to catch up to him because he's so fast. He can just um, use his athleticism to gain two or three yards. Taking a long time in the huddle now, coming up to the line. From their own 17-yard line, Pulver now going under center. I formation behind him. Going to run a pitch to Schuster on that far side. He's brought down in the backfield this time by Riverside. All kinds of players in the backfield. Martinson in there to make the stop. Yeah, good to see Martinson back on the field. Uh, he looks okay there after getting his ankle taped. And Schuster just lost his footing there. Schuster likes to run out and find his holes and cut back, but that time just stumbled and fell. Uh, glad to see him get up. Sometimes those can be scary when you see a guy just go down. So now we got third and eight. Um, Kennesaw can take a shot here. A couple guys with some good hands like Wyatt Hanson, Ryan Dankert, and then we saw Derek Goldenstein on the pass breakup. Also been a sneaky good receiver this year. All kinds of players, skill players all over the place for Kennesaw, but first Kennesaw and Coach Schnitzler are going to take another freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout with 5.58 to go in the second quarter. It's 28-16. Kennesaw leading Riverside on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Breeze 94.5. Kennesaw might use it a couple of timeouts. Now halfway through the second quarter, Kennesaw holding that 12-point lead. Coming out, Pulver getting the troops lined up. Looks like he will be in shotgun. Schuster standing just to his right. Twins to the near side. Waiting on the snap. Now he'll take it. He's looking to the near side. Now to the far side, flush out of the pocket. He's going to run straight up the middle himself. Stiff arms a defender at the 20, and he'll be drugged down short of the sticks. Fourth down and about one or two upcoming. Yeah, depending on the spot, could be about a fourth. Okay, it looks like a fourth and two. Uh, for Kennesaw here, you haven't been stopped yet. You've been able to convert on almost all of your two-point conversions, which is about the same distance here. Um, actually, this is going to be a little bit shorter. So uh, I think they're going to go for it the way they're huddling up. Um, they ran some toss sweeps. That's been successful for them, but we'll see what they do. Pulver in shotgun, and now we're going to get a freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout from Riverside. Fourth down and short. Looks like Kennesaw's going for it. Still about just over halfway through the second quarter. 28-16, Kennesaw leads Riverside on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The Breeze 94.5. 
out of the freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. A little gamesmanship, trying to see exactly what's going on. Kennesaw inside their own 25. Looked like they were about to go for it. Probably a hard count. We've seen a lot of successful hard counts throughout this high school football season. Coach Imus elected to use the Riverside second timeout. Coming out of that timeout, Kennesaw going to spread some folks out. Twins to the near side. It's Pulver with Schuster standing just to his right in the backfield. Pulver's going to follow his blockers to the left, to his right side and dive forward, and he'll easily pick up that first down to move the sticks on fourth down. That was a huge, huge play in this ball game. Kennesaw on their own 24-yard line goes forward on fourth and one. I like I like the play call from Coach Schnitzler. Um, you need to convert those short yardage situations to be able to advance in these playoffs, and Pulver had no problem there, got three yards on the keeper. And now Pulver will go under center, eye formation behind him, everyone in tight. Iso to the far side with Schuster, who's going to dance around a couple guys, and he'll run out past the 30. Good pick up there, even with Riverside loading up the box. Yeah, I mean, there's everybody sitting in there waiting for him, and uh, they did a good job of taking on the lead block from Wyatt Hansen, but uh, he was lined up as a fullback there. But, you know, Schuster, we talk about this a lot when we cover Kennesaw. If he's in a phone booth, you're going to have a tough time tackling him because he can just make you miss. And then uh, once you do get a hold of him, he'll drag you for a couple yards. Trey Carriher for Riverside came rolling out of that pile, limping, and he jogs over the side. Now Schuster's going to take the ball and be brought down in the backfield. A couple different chargers, including Joseph Bloom, getting in on that tackle for loss. Yeah, that was a tackle he wasn't getting away from. Big old Joseph Bloom just came off the edge there and was able to uh, just corral Schuster, just shut him down there for... You know, loss of one. Another third down and long upcoming for Kennesaw. As we said, they have yet to punt and yet to have a turnover in this ball game. They've already run over three minutes off on this possession. If they pick up a first down, you have to expect that they would be able to run out the rest of this first half. Pulver in the shotgun. He's going to follow Schuster over to the left side. A bunch of pressure getting to the backfield. He's going to run past the 30, past the 35-yard line, tripped up. Touchdown saving tackle just past Medfield for Riverside, but on a very simple play design that we see time and time again for Kennesaw, Pulver almost took that one to the house. I was getting ready. I was, I thought he was gone, but Riverside did a nice job of, of taking a proper pursuit angle and getting him by the shoestrings there, and, and that's all they had left to grab out to because, I mean, he was on his way to the end zone. First down and 10, now in Riverside territory at the 38-yard line. Three and a half to go in the first half. Pulver under center, handing the ball off to Schuster, who's going to dance and sidestep around. He's not going to get a whole lot, maybe right back to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10. Yeah, kind of a, a little bit of a trap play there where they wanted a nose guard to come upfield, and then they pulled a guard around. Um, not able to get very much on that. Riverside played it well. That's a little wrinkle we've seen where they pulled Noah Klein across. And uh, Riverside, they have so many guys in the box. Um, when they're lined up in that tight formation, just really nowhere to go. So we'll see what happens. Now second and 10. We do see Trey Carraher for Riverside back out on the field playing defense. Pulver in shotgun, following blockers to the left side. And he'll get past that initial push, be shy of the 35-yard line. And this is a similar offense to uh, another team in the TVC conference that made a run um, last year in the state finals. Uh, Blue Hill ran a lot of this stuff, uh, these quarterback keepers up the middle with uh, their quarterback, John Rouse. And now you see Kennesaw running a lot of the same principles and strategies and having a lot of success with it. It's really basic. It's just a, um, it's basically you have two 
two backs in front of you, and the quarterback gets it, and he just follows him up. It's kind of a power ISO play. Another third down and long. We have yet to see a hard count from Kennesaw. Pulver in shotgun, going to follow his blockers to the right side. He's not going to get the first down on this one, though. He'll go past the 35. Fourth down, and we're going to call it about six upcoming. Timeout, though, from Riverside to stop this clock with just under two minutes to go. Kennesaw has run off about five minutes. It's a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Two minutes to go in the ballgame, or two minutes to go in the first half. Kennesaw 28, Riverside 16 on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say, if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Coach Imus from Riverside has burned their last timeout. Kennesaw looks like they're coming out in a punt formation at their at the 35 of Riverside. No one standing back for the Chargers right now. Ball goes back. Nice high punt. Plenty of players downfield for Kennesaw. Trying to see where that one rolls out and where they're going to spot that, but that's definitely inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, still walking it up. Looks like it's going to be around the 5-yard line. Great play call by Coach Schnetzler to punt the ball away and flip the field. Gained uh, 30 yards of field position on the punt there by just uh, kicking it over and, and uh, flipping the field. Now Riverside inside their own five. Looks like they put it on the six. Now they got to drive the length of the field in under two minutes with no timeouts. And Kennesaw burned off more than five minutes on that possession to pin Riverside deep. Speed option to this near side. Ball going to be pitched. And now out running past the sticks and kicking up a first down. Still shy of the 20, though. Good run by Jeffrey Schmeitz. That's a player that has been very impressive so far through this ball game. Yeah, they, he stayed in bounds. So once the clock is, once the ball is set, they're going to run the clock. Um, so with no timeouts, they're going to take a little more time off the clock. Riverside quickly back up to the line. Burnt in shotgun. Twins to the far side. Speed option now going to that far side. He's going to step back to throw this ball. Now he's running over to the near side as he's being flushed out of everywhere. And he'll try to run out of bounds, and he will get to that sideline. Looked like he had almost been brought down inbounds by Schuster, but he does stop the clock, run out at the 20. Yeah, so now Riverside can take a little more time to uh, think about what play call they're going to run here on uh, second down six with a minute 26 left in the half. Uh, he was out of bounds, so, you know, that clock is going to stop. Um, that 30 yards of field position makes a huge difference because now uh, they would have not punted. They'd be at the, you know, the 30-yard line of Kennesaw. Bloom out wide by himself to the far side. Motion going to that far side as well. Ball going to be a swing pass to Persoski, following Bloom upfield a little bit before he gets spun out of bounds. Just past the 20. Didn't pick up a whole lot of yards for burning a little bit of time. Yeah, good job there by Kennesaw. Uh, Wyatt Hansen came over, able to throw him out of bounds. So the clock will stop, but, I mean, you stop in there. So now it's third and five, and, you know, you're an obvious. Well, it's not obvious four-down territory because if you don't get it here, Kennesaw would have fantastic field position. Waiting to get the call from the sideline and Coach Imus. Burnt. In shotgun, a couple running backs just to his left. Single receivers, both sides, including Bloom to the far side. They're looking to this near side. Flushed out of the pocket is Burnt. Stiff arms a guy in the backfield, and he's going to be brought down back at the 16-yard line. 
brought down to the 16 for a fourth down. Clock is running. We're going to see if Coach Schnitzler uses their final timeout as well or if he's just uh, ready to let this ball game get to the half. I would call timeout. Well, yeah, I call timeout here. Stop the clock. Try to get the ball back unless, um, you know, you're not happy with or you're not content with how your offense has been running and you want to kind of think things through. So uh, watch for the fake here. Uh, down two scores, but you got Danker back to return. Looked like Dave Greek running a 4-2-40 on the sideline to get the camera ready to go. Fourth down, punt upcoming. Bloom gets his foot into it at very, very high kick. This one's not even going to get to midfield. Takes a bounce at the 35-yard line, rolling to the sideline. It'll go out of bounds at the 36. 28 seconds to go in the half. Well, that changes everything because now you're on, um, you're sitting around the 31-yard line of Riverside. You're on the their side of the field now with 28 seconds left. Um, you do have a timeout, I believe, so you can't stop the clock. Uh, the, the key is here to not create a turnover where you know Riverside can run the ball back and make it a one-score game. So um, if there's an opportunity to go up three scores here for Kennesaw. The sticks barely moved there. Kennesaw in great field position. Pulver in shotgun. Schuster just to his right. Looking to pass, taking a whole lot of time, pressure in the backfield. He's going to be dropped for a loss. Clear back at the 40. That's going to be a loss of nine yards on the play. And, and after the way that play went, I'm they're trying to run one more play, but you know I would just take the ball in the half and call it. Kennesaw does have one more timeout, and it looks like Coach Schnitzler is going to, go to, going to go ahead and use his final freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout. One play to go in this first half, four seconds to go. 28-16, Kennesaw leads Riverside on the breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Breeze 94.5. Now, about 19 yards to go for Kennesaw. It doesn't matter how far that first down is, though. They're at the 40 and need to get all the way down to the goal line. Only four seconds to go in the half. Kennesaw does have a 12-point lead, 28-16. to 16. What kind of play are you drawing up here, Trent, for the Blue Devils? Well, you, they, Riverside's got Joseph Bloom back, the big tall kid. Uh, that's good coaching there because he can knock down about anything. He's got the height advantage. So now you're looking at a hook and lateral, something to um, something like that. Three chargers standing at their own 20. Ball back to Pulver. All kinds of time in the backfield. He's going to air this one out to the end zone. Got Dankert back there who tries to run through a defender to get to it, but just not enough room to get down there. Good defense in that prevent is Riverside. And looking at the clock, they're going to say there's one second left on the clock. I'm not sure how you can take a little time back there and throw that ball downfield and not run off four seconds. Yeah, that should be the end of the half. There was four seconds on the clock, and there's no way, but I mean... I think there was four seconds and run off before he even let go of the ball, let alone threw it 40 yards. I For sure, and the ball hung in the air for another three seconds. Uh, I mean, maybe a little home cooking there for Kennesaw. As it stands, I guess one more play, third down and 19 from the 40. Pulver still in at shotgun, everyone in tight. 
He's looking to the left now. He's just going to follow some blockers, and he's not going to have a whole lot of room as he runs out past the 40, and he'll be dropped right at that line of scrimmage. So as we go into halftime with the Allen Superstore halftime show, Kennesaw leads 28-16 to over Riverside here in the second round of the Class D2 football playoffs. Plenty more to come up here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. We're the Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore Alice. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome into the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. The You Get More Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Kennesaw leads Riverside 28-16. to And let's look at how they got here through this first half. Beginning on the first series, Riverside was driving and having no problem moving the ball. But a fumbled snap led to a John Schuster 25-yard scoop and score to put Kennesaw up 8 to nothing. A few minutes later, Taylor Pulver on the first possession for Kennesaw, first offensive possession, ran it in from nine yards out, extend Kennesaw's lead to 14 to nothing. Ensuing kickoff, though, Jeffrey Schmeitz knocked the ball down at his one to make sure it wouldn't go into the goal line and be a touchback, and he showed good patience, ran all the way up the left side, back into the middle, back out to the left side, and he took it in from 79 yards out to put Riverside on the board. Ensuing possession for Kennesaw was a uh, another touchdown, this time for Taylor Pulver again, 37-yard touchdown run. He's got a couple in this first half. Then in the second quarter, Ryan Dinkert added another Blue Devil touchdown on a 39-yard reverse touchdown run, and Riverside would put up the final points of the half on a 23-yard Persoski halfback pass to Joseph Bloom. That gets us to our halftime score, 28-16. to We're going to look at a bunch of scores from around the area, also some halftime stats as we continue along with the Allen Superstore halftime show here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Where did you get more? Superstore, Alex. Superstore. 
shopping centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore. Alex, Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. And as we have talked about here on over Hemingford, they will be at home this next week, and they will host top seed in the West, Burwell. So we'll keep you up to date on all of our coverage. But before we get to that, we've still got half a football here to play in the Class D2 playoffs. So let's take a look at our Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford and Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. These are the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. Start with the Chargers from Riverside. Michael Burnt, 6 for 10, 74 yards, and a touchdown pass. And Ty Martinson, 2 for 2, 18 yards, and 92 yards passing in that first half. Michael Burnt, 14 carries, 56 yards. Ty Martinson, 2 carries, 8 yards. Jeffrey Schmeitz, 2 carries, 15 yards. And Traden Persoski, 2 carries for 5 yards. Uh, receiving wise, Joseph Bloom, 3 catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Ty Martinson, um, zero catches, Traden Prasovsky, two catches, 12 yards. Trey Carher, one catch for six yards. Jeffrey Schmeitz, one catch for 16 yards. Riverside ran 32 plays in that first half for 176 total yards, 84 of them on the ground. And we look over at Kennesaw leading 28-16. to 16. Taylor Pulver, just two for four for 30 yards. And Taylor Pulver had 16 carries, 96 yards. And two touchdowns. John Schuster, eight carries for 29 yards and had a defensive touchdown. Wyatt Hansen, uh, excuse me, Ryan Danker, one carry for 39 yards and a touchdown. And receiving wise, Ryan Danker, one catch for 29 yards. Wyatt Hansen, one catch for one yards. Kennesaw ran 29 plays for 194 total yards, 164 of those coming on the ground on 25 rushes. And as you said, almost 200 yards of total offense already through the first half. They only had to punt the one time. Um, We'll we'll call that a possession to end the half there where they got a couple plays extra thanks to the clock, but really only punting on one possession through that first half. Um, What impressed you most about the Blue Devils as they raced out to a first-half lead? Just the way they were able to run the ball. Um, You know, they're just able to stay on schedule with Schuster and Pulver. The way Pulver is running tonight, you know, he's almost at 100 yards already. Uh, I think Riverside came in trying to key on Schuster. They bottled him up just to 29 yards on eight carries. But Pulver's really been the, the workhorse, just keeping the, those power ISO plays out of the shotgun. Uh, had a lot of success there, and then um, had a really nice, really nice pass play that I was impressed with to Ryan Danker to start the start the game 30 yards to him. Now looking at the other side, this is our, our third time that we've seen Kennesaw our side, their first playoffs in eight-man, but they came out moving the ball extremely well. They continued to do that throughout the half, but as it stands, their only points on the board are from a halfback pass and a kickoff return. Those are a couple different plays that you can't exactly count on on every series. What impressed you about Riverside? What do they need to go do going into the second half is they also put up a ton of yards. Yeah, they put up a ton of yards, 176 yards, just a, about a 25-yard difference between Riverside and Kennesaw, but you know it's a two-score game because uh, you know Riverside's been moving the ball 
Uh, mixing it up between the pass and the run, almost balanced 50-50, uh, 92 yards throwing and 84 yards on the ground. But, you know, they've gotten all those yards, but they haven't been able to convert them into points. And when you get in the playoffs, you know, everybody can move the ball between the 20s and the 15s. It's, you know, you get in that red zone, you've, you've got to be able to convert. So Riverside going forward, uh, you know, they got to find a way to convert and put some points on the board instead of just gaining basically empty yards. Well, we've got a lot more to come from the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Also going to look at scores from across all of eight-man, Class D1, Class D2, both sides of the bracket. We're going to see, we already know a couple of teams that are going to be facing each other. Also, who's going to be at home. We'll give you all that and more as we continue along with the Allen Superstore Halftime Show, where we are in Kennesaw, who holds a 12-point lead over Riverside at halftime on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze, 94.5. Continuing along with the Allen Superstore Halftime Show, let's take a look at a number of scores that we know already. Looking at D1, where one half of the bracket is three-fourths of the way done on that western side. It was Burwell earlier getting a 48 to nothing win over Sutherland. And then Arcadia Loop City holding on for a win on Power 99, 34-28. Those two teams will meet up. Uh, Burwell used to be in the Luplak Conference. I know none of these players uh, that are currently on the team remember that. That was before their time. As a matter of fact, Trent, that was when you and I were in high school that Burwell moved north, Arcadia Loop City co-oping a few years ago. But these two teams in the same district met earlier in the year. Arcadia Loop City will host that game in Arcadia. So that ball game, if you're looking for Arcadia Loop City Burwell on Tuesday, Election Day, Make sure you folks get out and vote if you are registered. But Arcadia Loop City, that game in Arcadia, they will host the Longhorns. North Central also got a victory, the sixth seed over the three, 36-28. to 28. No matter who comes out of the Dundee County Stratton and South Loop game, where Dundee County Stratton currently leads 14 to nothing South Loop. Uh, between them and Burwell, they've been representing the West in a number of state championship games over the past few years. Dundee County Stratton leads at the half, 14 to nothing. Whoever comes out of that ball game will go to North Central. On the eastern side of D1 in the second quarter, it's top seed Creighton leading Wisner Pilger, 36 to nothing. Lutheran High Northeast at the half leads Osceola High Plains, 38 to 18 in the first quarter. It's Howells Dodge leading 
GACC 8 to nothing, and at the half, it's EMF leading Fullerton 32 to 20. And then looking at Class D2, not quite as many finals here on the western side, but Mullen does lead Garden County at the half, 30 to 14 in the first quarter on Power 99. It's Sandhill Stedford 8, Overton 6, so still a lot of game to go there. And then it was Lawrence Nelson defeating Clearwater Orchard 33-30. to That was the 11 seed over the 3 seed. So the two teams in this ballgame, no matter what, whoever wins will be at home next week. So between Kennesaw and Riverside, as the Blue Devils lead 28-16 to here at the half on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show, not only fighting to continue in these playoffs, but have a quarterfinal game at home. In the East, it's top seed Humphrey St. Francis leading Hardington Newcastle 46-8. to Again, that game in the third quarter, there's a final Fall City Sacred Heart leads or defeated Randolph 60 to 22 in the second quarter. It's Bloomfield leading Osmond 16 to nothing, and a final Johnson Brock the two over number seven Allen 76 to nothing. Just looking at a number of those scores across there, Trent. What jumps out to you? Uh, Lawrence Nelson, the 11 seed, making a run through the playoffs. You know, three teams they lost to uh, during the regular season: Fall City Sacred Heart, Johnson Brock, eight. Uh, Kennesaw, uh, you know those 23 and one have a combined record, so they played a really tough schedule. And now they're, you know, as the 11 seed, you see that in March a lot. Now you're seeing it here in the uh, end of October. Lawrence Nelson making a run, uh, upset in Clearwater Orchard. Well, we're going to take another break here on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Preview the second half when we come back as Kennesaw leads Riverside 28 to 16 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore. Alice. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Back here in Kennesaw, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Hawking gave plenty more. Playoff football to come, though. This is the night that eight-man uh, eight football is playing on Friday. It'll be six-man and 11-man. So let's go ahead and let you know what games we will have here on Platte River Radio's group of stations on Power 99. We're going to have some six-man football. It's McCool Junction at Wilcox Hildreth. Pre-game 5.30 kickoff at 6. Again, that game on Power 99. Then on 12.30 KJS Radio, it's Harvard at Cody Kilgore kickoff. At 2, again, on 1230 KHAS Radio. Later on in the evening, pregame, 645 kickoff at 7. Adam Central is at Wahoo. And then right here on the Breeze 94.5, it'll be Sutton at David City Aquinas. Aquinas uh, went to five straight state championships a few years ago, won four of those. Last two years, they have lost in the second round. But we've seen Sutton a number of times so far this year, Trenton. Boy, they, they got a little banged up last week, but they are tough. And it didn't look like it was anything that was going to keep those kids out. 
uh, just some nagging injuries. And when you go through the playoffs, um, especially like, you know, in every class, the games get really physical and they take a toll on you. So if you can avoid the injury bug and try to stay healthy, you got to take care of your body uh, as much as you can. But since Class C went to the nine-game schedule where uh, you play once a week, that really helps because, like, these eight-man teams, uh, you're taking a day off of your recovery time, so it doesn't give them as much time to recover. But, yeah, Sutton's just been overwhelming in every game we've played. They've got a great defense and a great running game. And for, for six-man, this is the first year that they are under the NSAA umbrella in a number of years. Riverside ran that uh, for the last four years. Now they're eight-man. And we've got a couple of great teams in our area with Harvard and Wilcox Hildreth. Unfortunately, they're on the same side of the bracket. So if all things go right for them on Friday, we could have them playing in a state semifinal next Friday. Uh, but those look like two of the top teams in six-man. It's nice to have some six-man football on the air. Yeah, um, six-man football is great. It's just athleticism all over the field. It's 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 a basketball game. It, it can be physical, but you've got to be able to make plays in space and, and win one-on-one battles. And, and Harvard has just ran through everybody this season. I don't see how anybody can stop them. They put together a really, really nice season. They've got good coaches over there, great coaches, and good athletes. And uh, yeah, six man. Just I'm glad the NSAA has finally, you know, brought them back in under their fold because it definitely deserves recognition. Well, we're going to take one final break, and then we'll get the second half underway. Here from Kennesaw, as the Blue Devils lead Riverside, 28 to 16 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! The Breeze 94.5. And that's going to wrap up the Allen Superstore halftime show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. The You Get More Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings, waiting to get this kickoff underway. Kennesaw will have the ball to start the second half. Bloom gets his foot into it. It's going to be a deep kick, and looks like this one might sail out of bounds. Nope, it's going to go into the end zone. So Kennesaw coming out for their first possession on offense. Trent, what are you expecting to see from the Blue Devils in a 12-point lead? Well, much of what we saw, not the possession that ended the half, but the one before that where they ran about five minutes off the clock, I want to, I would expect them to come out and try to establish the line of scrimmage and put together a really tough running game and really just lean on Riverside here and try to try to wear them down as a football team because the less Riverside has the ball, the less they can score. Kennesaw did run off about five, six minutes on one of their possessions late in the second quarter. Pulver and shotgun running backs both to his right and his left. He's going to follow both of them to this left side. Pickup of about one coming to this near side. Great pursuit that time by Chargers 
by the Chargers, and that could be a defensive uh, change that we see from Coach Imus out of halftime. Yeah, a little bit of adjustment there where they're going to key on him a little bit more. So now, um, as a coach for Kennesaw, you see that now you want to get Schuster involved. You don't you don't go away from Pulver by any means. I mean, uh, he's approaching 100 yards on the ground, but you know you got to get Schuster going. He's only touched the ball eight times in that first half. Another player that we've seen only touch the ball a couple of times, Ryan Dangert, one of the big playmakers for the Blue Devils. Pulver coming under center, eye formation behind him, toss sweep to the far side with Schuster, who's going to lower his shoulder and come forward a little bit. Not a lot of running room right now early in this second half, third down and eight. The Riverside's really selling out on the run, so uh, it doesn't have to be here on third and eight, but at some point, Kennesaw, you going to have to spread the field a little bit and open it up. And we've seen where they've gone in shotgun and put a couple guys out wide where it's spread Riverside out, able to still run the ball effectively. And that's exactly what they're going to do here. Twins to the near side. Dankert closest to the sideline. Pulver in in shotgun. He'll throw this one over the middle. Ball's going to be incomplete. Wyatt Hansen got lit up at the end of that play. Ball just a little bit too far out in front of him. Uh, Kind of just left himself out there for dead. Fourth down and eight from inside their own 20. Yeah, Ty Martinson came across and just uh, laid the wood to Wyatt Hansen there, but he, he gets up and, and good show of sportsmanship there by both guys to you know kind of pat each other on the shoulder pads. And Riverside couldn't ask for a better start, come out, force the three and out, and now uh, Kennesaw's got a punt of the way. So now Riverside can get the ball back and, and uh, make this thing interesting. Only in the second punt of the ball game, for Kennesaw, it's very high, going to be caught at the 32. It's muffed. The ball is muffed and picked up at the 33-yard line. Um, that's going to be, as much as Riverside forced the three and out, Kennesaw is going to take over on the Riverside for, on the Riverside side of the 40, but that is exactly what the Chargers didn't need after starting out so well defensively. Now, that's set up by a couple of things. The hang time from the punt. Uh, really set that up because Danker was flying down the field and the punt returner was sitting back there waiting for the ball. And I think he heard footsteps because, you know, he just took a, a slight step back and the ball fell to the ground. And, uh, you know, Kennesaw tried to advance, but you can't advance a muff punt. So now they're going to take over a very good field position. At the first and 10 from the 34-yard line, Pulver in shotgun, twins to the near side, following blockers over to this near side. He'll pick up about five, six yards on the first down run. And they're going to continue to just drive down the field. It was a three and out. But now that they've moved the chains, they're going to do a great job of getting right back on track. And momentum is a funny thing because Kennesaw got the big turnover. And then they come out. They had no success on their first drive. And they come out first play of this position, this set of downs, and they get five yards right away on the keeper from Polar. And now we see Riverside's quarterback, who also plays defense, Michael Burnt. He's on the sideline. They're looking at his arm. We'll keep you updated. On that one, Pulver in shotgun, twins again to the near side. Schuster to his right. He's going to follow Schuster to that right side. No one's going to touch him for about the first five yards. He's going to run out past the first down and inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, don't know if he got the spot he deserved there. Uh, they're going to look at it. I'm not sure if they're going to give him the first down or not. Might have to bring a stick over to kind of eyeball it. Uh, he's awfully close. They're going to bring the chains out. Looks like they were trying to eyeball it. Maybe the officials were saying third down, but... Coach Schnitzler argued that one and got his case, so we're going to bring the chains out to take a look on where this one is. And that one was, uh, as we've seen Pulver run left, run right, follow Schuster as, as well as Schuster runs. He's a great blocking running back out of that backfield too. Oh, yeah. Um, very good blocker because he's got, he's got Wyatt Hansen and, and Schuster 
up front from lead blocking. And yeah, it looks like they give him the first down. So uh, good call by Coach Schnitzler to you know bring the chain gang out there. Good call by you. Good eyes up here. Good job, Trent Ockengay, who is uh, with me up here in the booth. Caleb Henry, Staff Brubaker back in the studio. First and ten inside the 25-yard line. Pulver going under center. Eye formation behind him. Everyone in tight. Pressure coming. Looked like they wanted to hand it off to the fullback. Instead, Pulver keeps it himself, and he's going to run forward, really just driving the pile to get inside the 20. Yeah, just he's getting four or five yards a pop now. That's just uh, playing really nice for him. Yeah, now you're you're in a second five, and now you're knocking on the door. Inside the 20-yard line now at the 19, and Kansas second five. Now they're having more success running the football now, so now you can get Schuster going. Or you can keep running that quarterback power play with, with Pulver. Pulver under center, eye formation behind him. He'll turn and pitch the ball back to Schuster, who's hitting the backfield and trying to run through a couple tacklers. He's going to be unable to do so. One of the tacklers in there was Michael Burnt, who's back in the game. Third down and a long six yards upcoming for the Blue Devils. Yeah, Burnt did a nice job of setting the edge there. Uh, so they ran that top sweep. He set the edge, took his tackle, and was able to drive him in and and there was nowhere for Schuster to go. He had to cut back in, but uh, everything was bottled up. It was funneled in towards the middle, and uh, Riverside came cleaned it up. For you know, he only got one yard on the game, and we've seen Schuster all year take those kind of plays and get extra yards. But Riverside doing a nice job of, of game tackling him. Pulver in shotgun, twins to the far side. He's going to roll out to that far side, throws it over near the sideline, but that's going to be dropped by Wyatt Hansen. Fourth down and six, just outside the twenty. Eight, eight and a half to go here in the third quarter. Kennesaw had, was ben, the benefactor of a muffed punt, but they've had the ball for the first three and a half minutes to start the second half. Yeah, and that's big because Riverside can't score if they don't have the ball. And we talk about conversions like this and turnovers, and those have been against Riverside early in this game. Kennesaw has converted on a lot of these third and fourth downs, and they haven't turned the ball over yet. So now fourth and seven coming out to run a play. And now we've got uh, Pulver. In shotgun, Schuster just beside him. Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. He's looking to this near side, throws it over towards the sideline. Pass broken up, almost picked off that time by Trey Carraher. Wouldn't have made a whole lot of difference, though. Still a turnover on downs. Riverside will get their first possession just outside the 20. Where are you expecting from the Chargers as they do get their hands on the ball offensively? Well, now, yeah, they finally get the ball with 8.28 in this third quarter for the first time. So they're going to come out, and, and they've been having a lot of success running you know, Andrew Burnt off the outside on those options, and we'll see if they can keep doing that. But they've also got that, you know, great receiving target in uh, Joseph Bloom. Burnt takes the snap, and now he's going to run to the far side and pitch it back to his running back who's going to spin around a couple guys, get shy of the sticks. I think he actually fell forward to run out past the 30, making the run that time Jeffrey Schmeitz. That was a textbook triple option out of the shotgun. Uh, he made the perfect read. Uh, pulled it and pitched it as he was getting hit by, you know, just like the old Nebraska quarterback who was able to make the perfect pitch, and uh, now you're on schedule second one here. Burnt back in shotgun. Running backs just to his right and his left. He's going to fake it to Schmeitz, and he'll run upfield himself. He'll pick up the first down as they, they were just shy. It was a second down and one. Going to move the, move the chains, and Burnt comes up hobbling that time. He, he's been beat up a little bit so far throughout this ball game. first and ten from just across the 35. Yeah, we've seen a number of these Riverside players, and we knew they had some injury problems in their last regular season game, but they got all those guys back. So the key here is uh, keeping all those guys on the football field. 
Burnt takes a snap and shotgun. He's going to hobble out here running the option, and then he'll try to dance back up inside. Just doesn't doesn't have the speed to make anyone miss. Second down and 10. And actually, we're going to call it second down and yeah, just about 10 as he did lose maybe half a yard. Yeah, and he's trying to tough it out, but the way he, he can't even hardly put weight on that right ankle. Looks like it's taped up. So uh, Riverside going to have to find a way to maybe get Ty Markson back in the ball game. He was banged up as well, though. Wait and see what the play call is here. Twins to the far side. Joseph Bloom alone here on the near side. Burnt in shotgun. Speed option to that far side. He'll pitch it late. Schmeitz is wrapped up in the backfield. Spins around one tackler, and he'll try to get back. Still going to be a loss of two, though. Third down and 13, maybe 14 from their own from their own side of their own 35. We're going to say they're at the 33-yard line. Have to get to midfield. Pulver there. He's playing defensive end right now. Did a nice job of setting the edge there, stringing out that speed option to the left there because uh, Kansas was just able to flow really hard and string it out for a loss. Twins of the near side, burnt in shotgun. Takes a two-step drop, throws this one over the middle, goes through the hands of Bloom, who if he makes that catch, he's got the first down and maybe about five more. He was going to get inside the 30 of Kennesaw as it stands, though. Fourth down on their own in their own territory. Riverside, very handicapped with those issues at quarterback, not able to move quite as much. Well, that ball was right on the money, but uh, Bloom, it went right through his hands. And we, when you get in the playoffs, you got to do the fundamentals well if you want to advance. Uh, catching the ball, not committing penalties, and, uh, converting, making turnovers. So that one slipped away from him. Coach Imus looks like he's going for it on this one. Now uh, Burnt will throw over to the, the far side, but there's absolutely nowhere to go. This ball was caught in the backfield, and he's going to be spun and thrown down clear back at about the 25-yard line. We're going to see where eventually they spot this ball. But on a fourth down and 13 to go, well, fourth down and about 16 to go, there was uh, The ball was passed behind the line of scrimmage, not even close to going for the sticks. I tell you what, a freshman, Tyson Dinker, came up and just uh, kind of blew the play up there. Uh, did a nice job. He went to his knees, but he kept turning those legs and was able to drive Schmitz back and uh, had nowhere to go there. Kennesaw will take over on the 33 of Riverside, first and 10. Pulver in shotgun, both of his running backs standing behind the guards. He'll follow everyone right up the middle and make a gain of about one, two yards on first down. Yeah, Riverside did a nice job there knocking him down for just a short gain. So now second nine, but, you know, Riverside didn't have the ball that long. Kennesaw uh, gets the ball back at six minutes on the clock here. So if they do anything like they have been doing, they can take another three, four, five, maybe even six minutes off the clock and, and, uh, and then time becomes a factor because Kennesaw's defense plays so well. They've only the most points they gave up this year was 22 points, and you know we're in the third quarter. Riverside's only got 16. Burnt for Riverside. He's getting his ankle retaped on this sideline. Pulver takes a snap. Flag comes out. He throws it to the near sideline. Ball's going to be caught. And there's nobody going to catch. Running into the end zone is Derek Goldenstein. Well, we're going to see what this flag is. Probably negate a touchdown. Yeah, Kennesaw doesn't look too excited looking over. I think it's on them. We'll see what see what they call an illegal shift on Kennesaw, so they'll move that back five yards. Would have been a 31-yard touchdown to Derek Goldenstein, who's played superb defense in that secondary for the Blue Devils. Instead, it's going to go ahead and back them up. So we're going to be a long second down upcoming for Kennesaw, but they haven't had too many problems picking up uh, yardage, especially on second and third and longs. Yeah, it's like they don't even 
they don't even look at this, you know, the scoreboard that says uh, second or third long. They're not worried about it. They can, uh, you know, they pick up a lot of, of chunk plays. Uh, you know, they're averaging 10 yards a play right now, so that's extremely good for, for a playoff. Second and 16, Pulver takes the snap, looking to the near side. Now he's going to try to run right up the middle. He'll go past the original first down, and he runs through a couple tacklers. going to be close to that first down. I'm not sure that was a designed quarterback draw, just the way he pulled that ball down, but great footwork there from Pulver. Yeah, just good pocket awareness to recognize he went through his, his one or two reads and realized he had nothing, and he stepped up in the pocket, saw there was a hole, and, and he's going to be just short, about a uh, yard short. So now we got a third and one. Uh, have a lot of success running out of that I formation. Not tonight. Riverside's have a lot of success bottling up those toss sweeps, so we'll see what they do. And they are going to go to that I formation. Pulver going under center. Schuster dotting the I. They'll run the sweep with Schuster to the far side following a couple blockers, and he's easily going to pick up that first down and get the ball right at the 20-yard line. Yeah, nice blocking there on the right side to uh, convert on third and one. If you can if you can regularly convert on third and fourth, second and one, those third and shorts, it just opens up a whole world for you because it just frees up your play calling because you know you're going to get those third and shorts. And, and you know, if it's second and one, maybe gives you a gives you a junk play you can throw out there. You can try something down the field because you know you're going to get it on third or fourth and one. First and ten from just out the side of the 20. Kennesaw continuing to burn clock. Pitch play to the near side with Schuster is going to put his shoulder down and fall forward. Pickup of two, maybe three on the play. Under four and a half to go in the third quarter. Yeah, nice play there for from Schuster. Just find the little alley, the little crease, and just explode up for you know two or three yards. Uh, second seven now. Um, you know Schuster, he's only touched the ball 13 times, and he's used to touching it around 20 times. You know Pulver's ran it for 21, so um, you know I don't know what the pitch count is on him. So. They'll try to get Schuster going a little bit more. So far through this third quarter, no scoring. Kennesaw still leads 28-16. Pulver in the shotgun. He's going to look to this left side pump, and now he's going to be chased out of the pocket, and he'll throw this one up downfield. Does have a receiver. Looks like it was just short of him. We're going to see if they say he caught it, and it is going to be a catch at the one-yard line on that far side. Hard to see some of those numbers over there as Kennesaw is wearing the blue tops, blue numbers with white just around him. It was Ryan Dankert on the catch. Uh, he just came back to the ball and was able to just slide under it for about 18 yards. And now first and goal from the one-yard line. Kennesaw, uh, they've been converting on these all night. Got to feel pretty good if you're a Blue Devil fan right now. Now three and a half to go in this third quarter. We're watching Byrne try to run across this sideline over here, get ready to go back out on offense. We'll keep you updated on that. Pulver going under center, and he's just going to run a quarterback sneak, follow around to the right side, and those are going to be the first points in the second half on a three-yard run from Taylor Pulver. Yeah, those you know quarterback sneaks are undefeated this year in high school football. It's, it's so tough to, you know, as a defensive lineman, you're the first line of defense, so you've got to take into account um, a couple things. When the ball moves, and then, you know, the offense knows what, you know, what the count is, so they know when to move. As a defensive lineman, it's tough to react to that split second late and get a good push. So good job by Pulver there. Extra point upcoming. Pulver in shotgun. He's going to follow some blockers to this near side. Nowhere to go, though. He'll be tackled back behind his own five. So 317 to go in the third quarter. Kennesaw strikes first in the second half and leads Riverside 34-16 to on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Get more than you expect. 
Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. Continuing along with this uh, last D2 football game, 12 Kennesaw. We'd like to thank our presenting sponsors, State Football, like Impact Ag Partners. We just caught Travis, your pioneer seed. Boot into it for the Blue Devils, who now lead 34 to 16, almost or just over three minutes ago in this third quarter. We've been watching quarterback uh, Michael Burnt for Riverside very gingerly moving on this sideline as Trent and I were talking in the timeout. It'll be iffy if we see him go back out into this ball game. Kickoff is a little squibbed over here to the near side. It's going to go out inside the 20. That's possibly the safest thing Kennesaw could do, maybe even a called kickoff out of bounds. Yeah, that's good for them. They don't even have to run down and tackle anybody. Just give them the ball at the 25-yard line. And, and you know Andrew Burns has been limping around a little bit, so you don't want to give uh, their kickoff return team another opportunity to run them back. You know, fool me once. Uh, shame on me uh, you know how that goes and now in at quarterback waiting in shotgun looks like that's Persoski in the backfield takes a snap looking to the far side and he'll throw it very quickly to Bloom who makes the grab just inside the 30 yard line before being brought down good first pitch and catch from Persoski yeah that's a good start for them uh, you know only got about four yards but you know he comes out and he delivers on his first throw good sign for Riverside, they've got a bunch of different guys who can, who can. There's just a lot of good athletes. They can just plug anybody in there, and they can connect on throws. Both of these teams, athletes all over the side. Prasowski in shotgun. He'll pump to the far side. Now he's going to run it over to this left side. Stiff arms in the backfield, but he'll be brought down at the line of scrimmage. Ball came out. I think trying to see where they have this. They're going to blow it dead. Officials talking about it, and it's Kennesaw is going to have the ball. Prasowski on his second play at quarterback ran it to the near side, fumbled it put it on the dirt, and Kennesaw gets the turnover at the 27-yard line, short field for the Blue Devils. Oh, tough break for Riverside to, um, you know, get another turnover because they're running their, uh, about their third-string quarterback out there. and He is a great athlete. He didn't do anything wrong. It's just at the end of a play, he kind of got spun around, and, and sometimes when you're, you're spinning like that, you put an extra hand down and, and the ball popped out. Kennesaw takes over. 18-point lead and the ball. Pulver under center. Eye formation behind him. Pitch to the near side with Schuster. Dance around a couple of guys. He'll run it inside the 25-yard line. Second down and six. Good start for Kennesaw to get four yards. And now uh, you're on schedule. Second six, second five, second four. That's where you want to be um, as an offensive play caller. Kennesaw's offensive line just playing very well. Kennesaw as a team is playing as well as any eight-man team I've seen in the past four or five years. Only two minutes to go in this third quarter, and I think Kennesaw has maybe had the ball through these first ten minutes for eight and a half, nine of those minutes. Pulver under center. Going to fake the pitch, rolling out to the right side, throwing the ball over to the sideline. Looked like Wyatt Hansen making the grab inside the 15. Yeah, and we haven't seen Wyatt Hansen do a whole heck of a lot on offense so far tonight, just his second catch, but... Uh, he does pull down the grab for about 10 yards. 
And after being tackled, looks like maybe uh, a cramp on that far side. So Hanson probably going to come out of the ball game. He's still on the field, so they're taking a quick little officials injury timeout. They're going to get some water running out there. As it stands, we'll call this a Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason with Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford and Aurora. Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. We're going to take a quick timeout here with, and as I just say, that Hanson pops up. So there is a minute 56 to go in this third quarter. Kennesaw leads 34-16, but we're going to keep it right here as it is first and 10 for the Blue Devils. Yeah, you generally don't see a bunch of cramps this late season. We saw a ton of them uh, the first couple weeks, but we haven't seen any since. So maybe that's a product of just why Hanson's been all over lead blocking for Pulver and Schuster and then uh, on defense flying around. And, and also kickoffs. He's been busy with a number of touchdowns. Yeah, covered a lot of yards tonight. Pulver in shotgun. Running backs to both his right and his left. Take a couple steps back. All kinds of time in the backfield. He'll float this one to the end zone. Ball is going to be caught on that far side for another Ryan Dankert touchdown. Yeah, Dankert, he's just been a big play waiting to happen all night. Um, that time from about 15 yards out. Uh, you know, he's averaging 20 yards a touch. Uh, that's incredible uh, on the night. Over really accurate quarterback, showed good poise there, just toss it up, and Dankert uh, went up and made a senior play. It seems like any time Ryan Dankert gets his hands on the ball, he's taking it in for six. Extra point upcoming for the Blue Devils. Yeah, we'll see if they, they run that tight-eye formation or if they spread the field and shock them. They are going to spread the field. On this one, Twins to the near side. Pulver looking to this near side. He'll throw it up into the end zone and making the grab is Wyatt Hansen, who got back in there for the extra point. With a minute 33 to go in the third quarter, it's Kennesaw 42, Riverside 16 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say, if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. 42-16 Kennesaw leading Riverside here in the second round of the Class B2 football playoff. Right now with that deficit, 28 points. Riverside about to take over the ball. They have not had the ball a whole lot in this second half. What are you expecting, Trent, when they get back on offense? A couple injuries, so changing up some personnel. Yeah, Brzozowski came out. He uh, connected on his first pass, and then uh, Kennesaw did a nice job of stringing out the play and uh, bringing him down. So, you know, if you're not touching the ball a whole heck of a lot, it takes a little bit longer to get warmed up, especially uh, you get into these fall nights where it is a little bit chillier now. Now in to kick the ball off is Taylor Pulver with Hanson, who's been on the sideline just a little bit. He did get in for the extra point. Ball going to be caught on the run at the 10-yard line and now going to be run across the 20 by Fersoski. He's following a couple blockers out near the 30-yard line, so hangs on to the ball well that time. Chargers taking over in decent field position. Yeah, good job by Kennesaw there on the coverage teams because uh, Riverside just very well coached. You know, they never lose. It's very rare for them to lose. Forty-three and one over the last four years, and then seven and two this year. Yeah, and state runner-up in basketball, and um, always make a big showing in track and field. So um, they're used to just winning every game. So they have athletes everywhere. Uh, good job by Kennesaw. 
shotgun formation for the Chargers. Ball going to be thrown over to that far side, making the catches for Sosky, dancing around a couple of players, and he'll be spun down after getting out just past the 30-yard the line. They're going to say he's got thrown out of bounds after a gain of one, maybe two. Looked like he picked up about five or six, but they're saying he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, it's good to see Ty Martin back out there because he's been just he's been a linchpin to the to Riverside success. You know, on the season, um, you know, Martinson has uh, rushed for over 900 yards on the year. Martinson at quarterback, handed off to the right side with Schmeitz, who's going to make this an easier third down, third down and five upcoming. We've seen Schmeitz run the ball quite a bit, but after that first, after that initial kickoff return for a touchdown, hasn't had a whole lot of room to move. No, and he's a, he's a really good athlete, tough to bring down, but Kennesaw just, they're everywhere, and they're gang tackling. Uh, playing really good D on him. Martinson in the shotgun, handing the ball off to this near side from Schmeitz, who does a great spin move to get out past the 40. Very well done to pick up the first down. You know, the way he runs kind of reminds me of uh, Maurice Washington for Nebraska. The way he just uh, is able to just kind of bounce and spin off of tackles and just find open areas. Just a uh, really good ball player, just good vision, and just good elusiveness. Under a minute to go in the third quarter, Martinson. In the shotgun, twins to the near side. Bloom in as an end on the far side. They'll hand it off to Schmeitz. He's got a little bit of room now. He's going to run past the 35 to 30. He's going to be cut, trying to cut it back at the 20 before he gets tackled out of bounds very quick when he gets into open space. Yeah, he was looking for that Reggie Bush cutback, but wasn't able to get it there. And uh, was driven out of bounds, but gets 19 yards on the carry. You give him just a little bit of space, and he can really gain a lot of yards. 19 yards on the carry. And now Riverside, uh, they're knocking on the door. Martinson in shotgun, still twins to the near side. Handed off with Schmeitz again, following everyone to that far side. He'll be run out of bounds before he can get to the 15. Yeah, he's getting warmed up now. Uh, they've given him the ball the last three times. And he's averaging uh, six and a half yards carry when he does get the ball. So uh, they're going to keep leaning on him. Good to see Ty Martinson back. Like we said, uh, over 1,000 all-purpose yards and he was banged up earlier in the game. Martinson with Schmeitz standing just behind him. Twins to the near side. Taking the shotgun snap, and they'll now throw this one over the middle. Wide open in the end zone is Bloom. Joseph Bloom making the touchdown grab from 15 yards out. He's just big, tall, and and really good athlete. Uh, good basketball player. You can see good football player, too. Um, you don't want to take that away from him. Got to give him all the credit in the world. He's fast. And he's got really good hands, and that, that ball was just laid, um, dropped in a bucket there, and he just had a pillow of soft hands brought in. Good job by Bloom. Good throw by Martinson. Extra point now. Martinson will just throw a fade route over to Bloom, who's way too tall on this sideline. But there's going to be another good defensive possession by the secondary from the Blue Devils. doesn't matter the height on Bloom. These uh, defensive backs have done a good job. So with 22 seconds to go in the third quarter, Kennesaw 42, Riverside 22 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
The Breeze 94.5. Late in this third quarter, Riverside cuts the deficit to 20 with 22 seconds to go. Before we get to the final quarter, we'd like to thank some of our state football presenting sponsors like Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration. 22 seconds until they flip the field coming back across. Joseph Bloom after the touchdown reception in to kick it off. Uh, if I'm Riverside here, probably get an offside kick because, I mean, the way Kennesaw runs off the clock, if you could if you could think about it, I would try to make it look like a normal kick and then come up and, you know, run that offside kick. Try to catch some of those younger guys up front for Kennesaw off guard. Ryan Dankert standing just outside of his own goal line trying to get his hands on this one. Bloom will kick it deep, and this will fly right into the end zone. Dankert does catch it, but he's inside. So... They're going to have Kennesaw taken over with 22 seconds to go in the third quarter, and they have the possibility of being this far inside their own territory at their own 15. They can burn a lot of clock. Yeah, big opportunity for Kennesaw here. 22 seconds. Uh, they're probably going to run one play here, and then that'll be the end of the third quarter, and then they can, if they can put together a drive that takes off five, six minutes off the clock, um, that's going to be huge. I know it's early, but I would start wait. I would already be waiting for the back judge to be counted. Pulver in shotgun. Twins to the near side. Schuster standing just to his left. He'll look to pass down this near side. Now he's going to tuck it up himself, and he'll be brought down after a very short gain. He does run out to the 16-yard line. He had some room in front of him, but not a lot once he took a couple steps. That defensive line that time able to wrap him up. Yeah, and Riverside did a nice job there of not getting too far afield. They're sitting back in contain mode. And uh, good job to bring him down. We've got one more quarter to go here in Kennesaw as the Blue Devils lead, lead the Chargers of Riverside, 42 to 22. One final corner coming quarter coming up here on the Breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors and having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Three touchdowns in that third period, all in the final 317, two of them though, Kennesaw who now has a 20-point lead, 42-22, second down and nine from their own 16. Pulver takes the snap. He'll turn and follow a bunch of blockers to this near side. He'll be wrapped up before he can get out to the first down. He'll bring it out to about the 22-yard line. Yeah, that time ran out of shotgun. They spread the field. First time we've seen this look, it was definitely a design quarterback draw because he took the, took the ball, and then the running back uh, was the lead blocker for him. Able to get about five, six yards on the play, so uh, really nice. A uh, new wrinkle we see out of these uh, Kennesaw Blue Devils. Third down and four. Predominantly, they've gone uh, kind of sweeps with Schuster and had Pulver run a lot more off tackle inside. Third down and four. Pulver and shotgun. Twins to the far side, and they're going to have him follow some blockers. 
to that far side, and he'll go right past those sticks and pick up a first down. Uh, Pulver will run right, he'll run left, he'll run right up the middle. And it's not just how fast he is or how strong he is. There is such a good offensive line for Kennesaw. Yeah, they're playing great. Just uh, getting, you know, they're getting off the snap and they're really getting in to these big guys for Riverside. Uh, the other thing Kennesaw is doing is just uh, doing a nice job of just playing who's hot. Right now, Pulver's been the hot one. Pulver under center, running a sweep to the far side with Schuster. Flags come in, though. Probably going to go ahead and move this one back as we've been giving you updates on Michael Burnt for the Chargers. That ankle's wrapped up. The helmet's off. Looks like his night is done over here. Although Persoski's gone in, we've seen Martinson um, throw the ball, lead a touchdown drive. Very capable quarterbacks, but not the starter with Burnt. Yeah, that's a tough break for him. Uh, um, you know, all, uh, could be the last game of the season, so for him to um, lose out to an injury, I, re- I really feel bad for him, but Martinson did a nice job filling it for him. The sophomore burnt lots of football out in front of him as this Riverside program has been extremely dominant over the last four years in six-man and now trying to make their mark in eight-man. First down and 15 as the procedural penalty backed up Kennesaw to their own uh, own 20-yard line. They do have to get out past the 35. Pulver in shotgun rolling to the left. Now he's going to pull it down and throw this ball over the middle. It's caught at the 35-yard line. Now out past the 40. Other 35-yard line spin inside the 30. Great grab on that far side. Looked like Wyatt Hansen pulling that one down to move the sticks. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen him... Uh, using the offense yet. We saw him go down with a cramp after about a 10-yard catch. That's his third catch of the night, but that one was a big one, 35 yards. When you get him in the open field, too, he's so good at reading the defense and making those cuts, and uh, that time he spins down and able to get two yards, 35 yards on the play. Both of these teams, athletes all over the field, Pulver under center, pitching it to Schuster, running that far side. Now he's going to cut it right back up the middle, tripped as he goes across the inside the 20-yard line, but it was, uh, as he, if he didn't get tripped there, there was nobody out in front. Riverside really starting to load the box. Yeah, but Schuster just does such a good job. He, he, he can be about a foot off the ground, and he can just keep turning those legs and bear crawl and put that hand down to gain that extra one, two yards, uh, six yards on the carry there for Schuster. So uh, Kennesaw put together another good drive, milking a lot of time off the clock, too. Pulver in shotgun, both running back standing behind the guards. He'll follow everyone over to that left side, run it inside the 15-yard line, so that's going to move the chains again. Yeah, that's that's Pulver's 26th carry on the night, so uh, getting up there in carries, but when you get in the playoffs, I mean, you got to do what you have to do to uh, advance, and right now Pulver's having a good night, a great night, actually, so they're going to keep riding him as much as they can, him and Schuster. The thing about having a one-two punch like that is um, if one guy, if they're focused on one guy, the other guy can hurt you really bad. Even with that pitch count getting way up there, it's not like Pulver's been lit up on any of these runs. A lot of good hard tackles, but he hasn't been taking too many hard ones, and he'll just run again to that left side, pick up a couple just outside the 10-yard line. Yeah, same same quarterback lead play there out of the shotgun, just basically just catching the ball, going straight forward. And, and now uh, second nine. Now we're getting under nine minutes left in the game. Uh, time, a huge factor now uh, for Riverside down three three scores. And that's exactly what Kennesaw has done 
all season. They've, they've had a lot of running clock situations, and the way their offense works, they take a lot of time between plays. It's almost like having a running clock, no matter what the score is. Pulver coming back up in shotgun. Twins to the near side. Schuster standing just beside him. Now he's going to follow all of his blockers to this near side. He's going to turn around to the five-yard line, trying to see where they spun him around. He had a lineman out in front push him forward. They're going to say he's short of the goal line, but possibly a first down. Yeah, he's going to be right at it, pretty close. I think he's. Uh, they're going to put him at the one-yard line. Then. We've seen Kennesaw all night have no problems with these short conversions. So uh, you get four downs to get a yard. I uh, fully expect them to just uh, hand the ball off or uh, quarterback sneak up the middle. Schuster going under center. Hanson, the fullback behind him. Or Schuster at dotting the eye. Pulver under center. Pulver will run the quarterback sneak to score from one yard out. Yeah, just, you know, you know the buzzword right now, the quarterback sneak in Nebraska high school football uh, undefeated. Uh, we've, we've done 10 or 12 games, and, I don't think we've seen any of them either not get in for a touchdown or a first down or go for less than three yards. So uh, Kennesaw's offensive line is paving the way for, for the Blue Devils tonight. Just doing a great job. Same formation, Pulver going under center. And this time he's going to turn and throw it up over the top. Almost picked off, but grabbed by Ryan Danker to put two more on the board. So with 8.19 to go in the ball game, it is Kennesaw 50, Riverside 22 on the breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Kroll Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Curl Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. The Breeze 94.5. We thank our presenting sponsors that allow us to be on Platte River Radio's group of stations for the state football playoffs like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Kennesaw, after putting up four this is their, uh, they've scored three times in the second half to Riverside's one to extend it to a 50 to 22 lead, just over almost a third of the way through this fourth quarter. Good to see White Hanson back in the game. Had that cramp on the sideline, but doesn't appear, appear to be affecting him. He's going to kick off for the Blue Devils. Waiting to get his foot into it. A couple chargers standing at their own five yard line, waiting to get their hands on the ball. Hanson will get a good foot into it again here, and this one's going to sail into the end zone. So Riverside coming out for another possession, trying to get back into this ball game from their own 15. Yeah, eight minutes on the clock, and you're down. Uh, you're down 50 to 22. So uh, if you're if you're going to score, you got to do it quick. And there's one way to do it. You got a huge target, Joseph Bloom. He's probably six 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 seven. Uh, got really good hands. So I would expect to see some Martinson to Bloom hookups here. Behind by four scores, so going to have to score, score quick, and get the ball back. Almost not enough time left on the clock the way Kennesaw uses that clock. Martinson will take the snap in shotgun, hand it off to Schmeitz, running around to this left side. He'll stiff arm one guy, jump over another, be spun out of bounds at the 20-yard line. So at least they'll pick up yards and stop the clock. That's going to be a positive play for the Chargers. Yeah, very good play for them. Got about four or five yards on the play. Uh, 
you know, he's been real, running really hard tonight. Just a tough running kid, like we said. Kind of runs like Maurice Washington for Nebraska, just the way he's able to avoid contact. Schmeitz standing behind Martinson in the shotgun. Twins to the near side. They are on this near hash. Handed off to Schmeitz, running to that far side, open side of the field. He'll pick up the first down and be spun around just shy of the 30-yard line. Yeah, there's just they have a hard time of getting good contact on him. Have a, he's just so elusive that he, they can't get their shoulder pads into his hip area and bring him down. He's just, he'll spin off the tackles and off the contact. Uh, really tough running kid. He's a slippery ball carrier, so it's no... No wonder that he's getting his name called now. No wonder that he had that kickoff return to put Riverside on the board first. Now they're going to run play action and throw it over the top to Joseph Bloom. Just a little bit too tall. Hard to be too tall for a 6'5", 6'6", guy, but that ball was just a little bit out of his reach. Yeah, they could probably take some chances and just throw some you know, 50-50 jump balls at him and just let him go get it. He doesn't necessarily have to beat anybody down the field. They can almost be like a... Um, it's really not even 50-50. It's more like 75-25 because he's about... He's got a whole helmet on the defensive backs for Kennesaw. Second down and 10. Martinson takes the shotgun snap. Big drop. He'll pump fake, and he's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. Throws it away as he's falling down. They're going to say he's down, though. That was a great job to try to get rid of that ball. Taylor Pulver with a sack. Clear back inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, huge play because now it's third and about 20. Uh, third and 19, so I was, I thought he was down when he threw the ball, but the whistle came in late from the back judge there, so um, yeah, now going to be third and 19, Riverside, they had uh, Joseph Bloom open there, he just didn't have enough time to get to him. At their own 19, trying to get out to that 38-yard line, Martinson in shotgun, Schmeitz standing just behind him, they'll fake it to him, now they're going to pitch the ball. Back to Persoski, who's going to throw downfield, and he had the guy wide open. It was Jeffrey Schmeitz running downfield who tried to dive and get the ball, but it went right through the hands. He would have had it on Kennesaw's side of the 40. Man, that's a six-man play if I've ever seen one because, uh, you know, in six-man, you've got to pitch the ball before uh, you take off and run. So, you know, they play a lot of six-man, and, and Coach Imus said they do a lot of stuff. Uh, that they did in six-man, brought it up to eight-man, just a uh, nice trick play there, just short of uh, picking it up. And Bloom was in to punt the ball, and he's going to put this one over Ryan Dankert's head. Ball's going to roll inside the 20 and come to a stop at about the 10-yard line. Terrific punt by Bloom in there, who was standing about on his own 10 anyway to flip the field over. Kennesaw will take over 6.46 to go in the ball game and a 28-point lead. Yeah, and they can essentially all but wrap this up with this drive here, the way they've been playing on offense, uh, taking four or five minutes off each drive. Just a really nice job by them. Over 230 yards of rushing offense for Kennesaw so far. And, uh, yeah, 6.46 left on the clock, 28-point game. Um, If you can get a few first downs here, that's going to essentially ice the game. Pulver coming under center. Hanson behind him in the fullback position. Schuster dotting the eye. They'll pitch it over to Schuster, following everyone to that far side. He'll spin around and run through a couple defenders. Pile still moving. Looks like where they got is going to be out past the 15-yard line, or right at the 15, pick up a five. Just incredible, because from up here in the in the press box, it looked like he was down at the line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden the pile just keeps going because he just keeps those legs churning. 
and uh, able to get four yards there on just a you know a simple play where Riverside really had him bottled up. He didn't have anywhere to go. And with Pulver getting the majority of the runs and snaps throughout this ball game, Schuster's legs very fresh as you get into closing time in this ball game. Now halfway through that fourth quarter, Pulver in shotgun, twins to the near side, taking a lot of time off the clock. Now going to run right up the middle. Looks like they're out past the 20-yard line. All kinds of players flying in there. That's going to be another first down. Yeah, I thought maybe we were going to have a, another Tommy Frazier, uh, you know, 96 Fiesta Bowl run there because Pulver was just running ahead, and, and he got away for a second, but able to bring him down. But it does get Kennesaw a first down, and now under six minutes to go, clock is ticking away. Uh, got to feel pretty good if you're a Blue Devil. Both teams do have all three of their timeouts, but... With a 28-point deficit, probably not a lot you can do even burning those timeouts. Pulver coming up under center, eye formation behind him. He's already watching that back, Judge, waiting to burn as much time off the clock as he can. He'll turn and pitch it to Schuster, who's going to run right into that line of scrimmage. Not a lot doing uh, second down and 10, but this is a very well-coached, uh, Craig Schnitzler-coached Blue Devil team. They know how to burn as much clock as possible on every play. Yeah, you know, he, he didn't get anything on the play, uh, maybe maybe a half a yard, if anything, but it keeps the clock going. And now when you're in the you're getting to the late fourth quarter, you're telling your guys, keep two hands on the ball, stay in bounds, and uh, just don't turn the ball over. Spreading thing is, things out, twins to the near side, Pulver in shotgun, Schuster standing just to his right. Now they're going to follow Schuster to this near side, Pulver, will just get back to about the 25-yard line. Schuster took a shot on that one as well. Yeah, and, uh, just nowhere for them to go. Riverside did a nice job there. And, and, you know, third and eight now, under 4.30 to go. If they can somehow pick this up, I would call this four-down territory because um, if you can get five yards here and make it fourth and three, it's very manageable to pick it up, and then you can essentially run the clock out. Twins to the near side again. Pulver in shotgun. Running back standing just to his right. Takes the snap. Looking to throw. He's looking down that far side of the field. He's got a receiver wide open. Ball's going to be caught over there and run inside the 20. That's another fantastic third down pickup to move the chains. Yeah, Ryan Dankers has been getting behind the defense there. And uh, late in the game here, that'll essentially ice it. Every time Ryan Dankers steps the ball, it's gone for about 20 yards. That one goes for 30 on the play, and uh, Ryan Dankert and Taylor Pulver hook up to, to ice this game. That's a big-time play on third and long. First and 10 just inside the Riverside 25-yard line. We're going to see what Coach Schnitzler draws up this time. Looks like a couple other players have been running in and off the field for both teams. Pulver still in at quarterback in the shotgun, waiting to see the back judge start clocking out the end. Schuster will come in motion from right to left. They'll flip it to him. He slips, though. A little bit of dew looks like it might be on the field, and Schuster slips, and that's going to be where they have him down is going to be a loss of one. Yeah, nothing doing there on the play. So, uh, But it does keep the clock going. And now um, you're getting to a point where you know, that you've run some different guys on the field, and, and this game's essentially in the bag for Kennesaw. Now coming up on three minutes to go in the ball game. Pulver in the shotgun. Twins to the near side. Just waiting 
on getting that final count. And he's going to follow Wyatt Hansen to the left side, and he'll fall down. As you've said, Trent, two hands on the ball, don't really have to fight for extra yards. He's going to lose one on that one. But we've seen a number of times earlier in the game that he would have spun around a couple guys to pick up about five on that one, content just to fall down to let the clock continue to run. Yeah, because there's really nothing you can gain by trying to get those extra one or two yards at this point. It really doesn't matter if you get a first down or not. If you turn the ball over, Riverside's only going to get the ball back with about you know two minutes left on the clock. Twins to the near side. Pulver takes the snap. Looking down the middle of the field, he's got a, def- uh, got a Ryan Dankert down there. He'll throw it too tall for him. So that'll stop the clock with 2.19 to go. Fourth down and 11. Yeah, it's easy to say from up here. I probably wouldn't have thrown the ball there. Even though it worked on the last... Uh, third down to get the conversion, but uh, does stop the clock. Even though Riverside has all three timeouts and it's a four-score game, uh, could have burned up a lot more clock with just running the football. Um, there's situations that call for a pass there. Uh, that time, uh, you know, like I said, easy for me to say up here, probably would have ran the ball. Just outside the 25-yard line, need to get just inside the 15. Pulver in shotgun, single receiver to that far side. He's looking to the far side, going to be flushed out of the pocket, He'll run just right into a couple of defenders before being brought down outside the 20. Turnover on downs. Riverside will take over on their own 21-yard line. 2-11 to go in the ballgame. Kennesaw leading 50-22. to Yeah, and I think looks like some of their uh, starters are going to be done. They're going to trot in the, the JVs and the backups. So uh, Great season by Riverside. You know, they played really tough tonight. They've been dealing with some injuries, and, and that really, you know, hampered what they could do. Uh, We're going to get a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout from Riverside with 2.11 to go in the ballgame. Kennesaw leads Riverside 50-22 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. The Breeze 94.5. We want to let you know that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to platteriverpreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. This is the end of October, Halloween. The one boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. The reigning athletes of the month are Katie Lindner from Pleasanton, Aiden Wheelock of Minden. The October Athlete of the Month will be announced tomorrow on PlatteRiverPreps.com. For October, we'll get into November as we've got state volleyball coverage, state football coverage continuing as well. Ball going to be handed off to this near side with Schmeitz, who's got a little bit of room. He's going to run past the 30, out to the 35, jump, jump cut over one guy. He'll be brought down short of the 40. Yeah, really nice play by him. Schmeitz is a good athlete, uh, able to get out for about 18 yards there. Just, if you give him a, just a little bit of space, he can just fly down the field. That's exactly what he did there. Didn't quite see who was in at quarterback there for the Chargers, but it looks like it's going to be Tony Berger which Schmeitz lined up just behind him. They'll hand the ball off to Schmeitz again, being very patient, running this left side, lowering his shoulder, and he'll dive forward for a pickup of six. Yeah, good play. He's just running hard, um, averaging. He's averaging seven yards a carry when he gets the ball, so uh, really good athlete back there, Schmeitz is. 
Uh, just runs through people, runs around people, and got a lot of speed. Minute and a half to go in the ball game. Berger in shotgun. Schmeitz just to his left. Single receiver to the near side. They'll hand it off to Schmeitz again. Running to that right side, lowers the shoulder. They'll pick up about one and get to the 35. they got to get down to about the 31-yard line to pick up the first. About a minute 15 left. Uh, Kennesaw is up 50 to 22. So now uh, game's really in hand. And uh, four down territory for Riverside. Uh, they're going to probably stick to going with Schmeitz. He's been just running the ball like a madman. Twins to the near side for Berger. Single receiver to the far side. He's got Schmeitz right behind him. They're going to run a speed option that far side. He'll pitch it to Schmeitz, who catches it on the 40. He'll run out past the 35, spin inside the 30. So they're going to pick up a first down to move the chains as we are down to 47 seconds to go in this ballgame. Riverside, though, moving the ball well as we see a number of new folks in the ballgame for both sides. Yeah, it's good to see young players get a game like this. Uh, even though it's out of hand, uh, it's, it's a good experience for young guys to get in here. It's a good way to build up a program. Berger takes the snap speed option to this near side, trying to get his read, and now he'll pitch it to Schmeitz very late as he takes a hit, and Schmeitz will pick up one yard on the play, get down to the 29. Yeah, he's taking, he's going to take about every carry on this on this drive. and A few of them have been options, but Kennesaw's doing a nice job of bottling up the quarterback and just knowing him go. So uh, Good job by Kennesaw. Now they're going to call timeout. Berger, a freshman, does a good job running over to this near side, making his reads. Uh, let's take a look at a couple scores that we know. In overtime, it was Dundee County Stratton taking down South Loop, the 7 over the 2 in Class D1. So that entire side of the bracket, we now know it's going to be Dundee County Stratton. And actually, there wasn't a timeout there. Uh, Riverside just walked over to the sideline. That was the final play of the ball game. So the final here from Kennesaw, it's Blue Devils staying undefeated and taking down Riverside in their first eight-man playoffs, 50-22. to 22. We've got the New West postgame show upcoming here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Breeze 94.5. Welcome into the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kennesaw stays undefeated on the season, improves to 10 and 0, and will face Lawrence Nelson at home in the quarterfinals. But before we get to there, we're going to wrap things up on this ball game. Trent, let's look at some stats first for Riverside, who ends their season at 7-3. and three. Riverside, first for Riverside. Michael Burnt, he was 7-for-12 for 78 yards and a passing touchdown. Trayton Persoski, 
one for two for four yards. Ty Martinson, four for four for 35 yards and a touchdown pass. Michael Burnt, 16 carries, 58 yards. Ty Martinson, three carries for four yards. Jeffrey Schmeitz had 14 carries for 89 yards. Trayden Prasowski, three carries for seven yards. Trey Carher, one carry for minus two yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, Joseph Bloom, five catches, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. Ty Martinson did not have a catch. Trayden Prasowski, three catches, 14 yards. Trey Carher, one catch, six yards. Jeffrey Smites, one catch for 16 yards. Riverside ran 56 plays for 274 total yards, 157 on the ground, 117 through the air. And we look at Kennesaw, uh, the victors for the night, and it was Taylor Pulver, just 5 for 11, but 93 yards and a passing touchdown. Taylor Pulver also carried the ball 32 times for 153 yards and three touchdowns. John Schuster, 19 carries, 52 yards, and, a t- and a, he also added a defensive touchdown. Ryan Danker had one carry for 39 yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, Ryan Danker also four catches for 92 yards and a touchdown. Also had a rushing touchdown. And Wyatt Hansen added three catches for 46 yards. Kennesaw racked up 337 yards of total offense on 63 plays, 244 of those coming on the ground. Average, uh, yeah, and then 93 yards through the air. Well, as we uh, we got to the half, it was Kennesaw leading 28-16, to 16, and it was uh, Riverside had put in that last touchdown. Their only touchdowns in the first half were a kickoff return for a touchdown from Jeffrey Schmeitz, and then it was a uh, 23-yard for Soski halfback pass to Joseph Bloom. Twenty or a 12-point difference at the half, but then two touchdowns in the last uh, about two minutes apart from each other at 317 and a minute 33 in the third quarter. It was a Taylor Pulver touchdown run and a Ryan, Ryan Dankert touchdown reception from Taylor Pulver. Those extended the lead out to 42 to 16 with 22 seconds to go before the final quarter. A 15-yard Joseph Bloom touchdown reception from Ty Martinson. So Bloom is catching the ball from everybody. He doesn't care who's going to throw him the ball. He's a big boy. Um, basketball season upcoming, though, for the Chargers, but that is a that is a heck of an athlete as we saw run all over the field. And then in the fourth quarter, Taylor Pulver added another quarterback sneak touchdown to give us that final score of 50-22. to 22. So looking at these two teams, Riverside's season ends at 7-3, and three, Kennesaw 9-0. and 0. As we said, they are going to host next week in the corner finals, Lawrence Nelson. Uh, Trent, just early thoughts on that Kennesaw-Lawrence Nelson uh, quarterfinal battle. Well, I live right in between both areas and um, I have you know I, I know a lot of people in Lawrence and the Nelson community and the same with the Kennesaw I'm basically split in the middle I work all over in the area so this one's going to mean a lot to me just a lot of people I know but really Lawrence Nelson and Kennesaw they played earlier in the year um, Kennesaw did handle them fairly easily but Lawrence Nelson uh, they played a really tough schedule and, and uh, they've improved a lot uh, since the beginning of the year so um, really looking forward to that one. Should be a really great ball game uh, already in the quarterfinals here, uh, Class D playoffs. Well, let's take a look at some of those games. All of them except one have wrapped up in Class D1. And going through those, first for the West, moving on and advancing are numbers 1, 5, 6, and 7. Moving on uh, for the West, that's Burwell. will go to Arcadia Loop City and then North Central will will host Dundee County Stratton. 
This week, it was the two, three, and the four all falling today in the west of D1. Now in the east for D1, Creighton and Lutheran High Northeast will go ahead and play. And as I'm looking at that, Lutheran High Northeast is going to be at home to host top-seeded Creighton. And then in the final game that we're still waiting on, a final house dodge has the lead over guardian angels 26 to 20 last update we had from that ball game was at the half and then they will play exeter milligan friend out of that one and then here in d2 on this west side we said kennesaw will be hosting lawrence nelson lawrence nelson the 11 seed upsetting the three so they've already had a couple of upsets although that meant that they were at home this week so they'll have to come here to number two kennesaw who not only plays extremely well every week they play extremely well at home on this home turf Number one, Mullen in the third quarter is leading Garden County 38-14. to Overton leads Sandhills-Thedford in a 4-5 battle on Power 99. Overton leading 22-14 to there. In the east, it's Humphrey St. Francis defeated Hardington. Newcastle, Fall City Sacred Heart defeated Randolph. So Fall City Sacred Heart will host overall top seed Humphrey St. Francis. Johnson Brock defeated Allen 76 to nothing. And right now in the fourth quarter, Bloomfield is leading Osmond. If that... If that uh, Score holds up. Johnson Brock will host Bloomfield. If Osmond gets the victory, they would host Johnson Brock. So that's going to wrap things up here from Kennesaw in the New West postgame show. Uh, we've still got a couple of teams playing, as we said, uh, with Kennesaw advancing, Arcadia Loop City advancing, and waiting to see if Overton will advance as well. Those are right now the teams that we're covering for Platte River Radio's group of stations. We'll have every state championship game from six man on November 16th and then the 20th or the 19th and 20th, with all of 8-man and 11-man championships. We'll have all of those on Platte River Radio's group of stations. But a lot of football to go before we get there. On the final day of October, Kennesaw stays undefeated with a 50-22 to victory over Riverside. Don't forget about the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show uh, coming up with Jeff Babel on Power 99 and 1230 KHAS Radio. For myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Hockengate, Steph Brubaker, back at the studio. Kennesaw moves on on the breeze 94.5. Good night, everyone.